This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, October 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Former President Bill Clinton was admitted to the University of California Irvine Medical Center's intensive care unit for a urinary tract infection that spread to his bloodstream, his doctors told CNN on Thursday. In a statement released by his doctors, they said Clinton is in the ICU for privacy and safety, not because he needs intensive care. He is being administered IV antibiotics and fluids and remains at the hospital for continuous monitoring. Isn't that sepsis when that happens? The, the, uh, the, way, that, the way you describe that? The infection yeah, getting yeah. into the blood? Yeah. I don't know, don't Steve. Know. All right. <laughs> Let's go to our medical reporter, Nick. No. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. It's often known as sepsis. Yes. <laughs> Clinton. And there it is. <laughs> I can spell that for you. That sounded so confident. Yeah, totally Uh, confident. Clinton is in good spirits talking to his family. I was just named the medical editor on the show. Allow him to enjoy it for a second. I have not even finished school yet. Medical editor. <laughs> Clinton is in good spirits talking with his family and staff and has been up and walking, according to both of his doctors and the staff. Uh, after two days of treatment, his white blood cell count is trending down and he is responding to antibiotics well, the doctors said. We hope to have him go home soon. Clinton, who was in California for a private event for his foundation, had been feeling fatigue on Tuesday and was admitted to the hospital after testing. The former president's doctors said urological infections are very common in older people and they're easily treated, although they can quickly spread to the bloodstream. Kathy, they said he had to share a room with Howie Mandel. Oh, oh, oh my God. He had passed out at a Starbucks. Clinton will be given intravenous antibiotics until Friday when he will likely be switched to oral antibiotics. Clinton, who was 75 years old, had quadruple uh, bypass heart surgery in 2004 and had two stents inserted to open one artery in 2010, but his doctors stressed his hospitalization is not heart or COVID-19 related. Abington Township police are searching for a man accused of filming a woman inside of a mall fitting uh, mall fitting room. Mm-hmm. Police say the woman was trying on clothes at the Willow Grove Park Mall on Sunday, August 29th, when she noticed a camera under the door. She reported it to employees, but the suspect had already fled. Investigators say surveillance video shows the same suspect attempting to take upskirt videos of other women inside the mall. He left in a newer model white Volkswagen Golf or GTI model. If you have any information about the incident, you're asked to contact police. U.S. Health Advisors said Thursday that some Americans who received Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine should get half-dose boost or bolsters protection against the virus. The panel of advisors to the Food and Drug Administration voted unanimously to recommend a booster shot for seniors, adults with other uh, health problems, jobs, or living situations that put them at increased risk for COVID-19. The recommendation is non-binding, but it's a key step towards expanding the U.S. booster campaign to millions more Americans. Many people who got their initial Pfizer shot or at uh, at least six months ago are already getting the booster uh, after the FDA authorized their use last month. As for the dose, initial Moderna vac- uh, vaccination consists of 100 microgram shots, but Moderna says a single 50 microgram shot would be enough for a booster. The agency convened its experts Thursday and Friday to weigh in on who should get boosters and when for uh, and when for people that received the Moderna and Johnson and Johnson shots earlier this year. The FDA will use its advisors' recommendations to make final decisions for boosters from both parties. Assuming a positive decision, there's still another hurdle. Next week, a panel convened by the CDC will offer more specifics on who should get one. In sports this morning. (laughs) 
I am such a creature of habit that if I miss one button, yeah. I don't know what to play next. There are no sound effects. <laughs> I don't know. And so and so I tried to get this sound clip ready to throw into the mix. Oh. Oh. So when I hit that button, it ruined everything. I was like, oh my God, what do I hit next? Yeah. Anyway. All right. I, I completely hear you on that. It'll screw me up if I miss something. The Eagles, well, it screws me up if I don't hear the Dolphins, yeah. so I'm yeah. waiting for the Dolphins. Okay, the Eagles lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night at the link 28-22. to 22. Tom Brady threw two touchdown passes. Leonard Fournette ran for two scores, and the Bucs held on for the win. The defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers lost another cornerback when three-time All-Pro all Richard Sherman left in the first quarter with a hamstring injury, but their defense held on after Jalen Hurts rallied the Eagles back from a 28-7 deficit. The Eagles now have a long week of rest until they return to action next Sunday afternoon with a game in Las Vegas against the Raiders. In the baseball playoffs last night, the L.A. Dodgers beat the Giants in Game 5 in San Francisco, winning 2-1. Cody Bellinger hit a tie-breaking single in the ninth, and Max Scherzer came out of the bullpen for his first career save, sending the Dodgers into the National League Championship Series. Mookie Betts had a postseason career-high four hits and will lead the next step in the Dodgers' title defense in Atlanta against the Braves for Game 1 of the Best of 7 NLCS tomorrow night. The American League Championship Series begins tonight as the Boston Red Sox head to Houston to play the Astros. The first pitch is scheduled for 8.07. And the Flyers begin their season tonight in South Philly as they take on the Vancouver Canucks. The team will look quite different than the one uh, that hit the ice last year with new additions like Cam Atkinson and Ryan Ellis replacing longtime fan favorites like Jake Voracek, the is set to drop at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kath. Yes, end of the week indeed and exciting uh, because we have a lot of things to give away on Friday. That's the way it usually works out. Of course, we'll do the money clip two times today. Chance to win $500, and we are one week away from it wrapping up. So don't miss your opportunities. We give you several of them a day, and uh, it only works one uh, Monday through Friday. So we'll... Uh, Take a couple of breaks on days, and then uh, we'll head back to it next week, and then we'll be done with that. So we also have uh, the Word of the Week prize, four tickets to give away for Red Hot Chili Pepper Show, which is coming up in September of next year. Nice. Tickets go on sale today at 10 a.m., so you won't even have to worry about that if right. you win these tickets this morning. So get set for that. A couple of guests on the program, too. We have uh, comedian Greg Warren. We've talked to Greg throughout the years. He's going to be... Uh, performing at Punchline this weekend, so we will uh, actually it's just Sunday only. Uh, mm. So we'll talk to Greg, and also David Duchovny is going to be on the show. Yeah, and he's got his third album out called Gesture Land, which is available now, and it'll be kind of a late interview. It's going to be in the ten o'clock hour. Uh, so we'll talk to David Duchovny before we wrap up the program later on today. Other than that, stuff to get to, things to give away outside what I had mentioned. So we'll break. We'll come back in just a moment. I got a whole big stack of entertainment stories I would like to run by you. Some pretty explosive ones, too, actually. Uh, so we'll get into that and more stupid question coming up when we return. Stay with us. It's Friday, bro. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant... 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's give away a $75 Visa card, shall we? It is the stupid question prize, and the question I have for you is a pretty easy one. What is the name of Japan's highest mountain? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know that answer. What is the name of Japan's highest mountain? Give us a call, and while you answer that, we will uh, run through a list of birthdays. It is Friday, October 15th, and it's uh, Sarah Ferguson's birthday, the original Fergie. Oh, yes, that's her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Fergie. Fergie Ferg. <laughs> we were just talking about it because they're trying to uh, sort of create the impression that her and Prince Andrew are getting back together. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, she is 62 today. Uh, Emeril Lagasse, the chef, uh, is celebrating his 62nd birthday today. He started, and, like, the whole cooking show, right? He kind of did. Well, Food uh, Network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you, you had, Julia Childs was yeah. before him okay, and, okay. and uh, the Galloping Gourmet. Uh, which and, I used to watch all the time. Yeah, so I used the, to watch a Galloping Gourmet all the time. It goes back to the 60s. But yeah. uh, Emeril Lagasse is the Food Network brand. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. yeah. So when, that, when that hit, he was the guy that just everybody latched on to. It was a lot of fun. He made great food. And yeah. very charismatic, so uh, he started to create big celebrity chefs. People followed in his wake. You know who came down on him and then regretted it was Anthony Bourdain. He, oh, yeah. he actually issued an apology because he, he dismissed him and then said, "Wait, no, this guy is actually responsible for a lot of what what went on." Yeah. So he's sixty two. Uh, then you have um, a hockey player Willie O'Ree. Nick oh. was telling me it's his birthday today. We have had him on the show twice. He's great. Hockey Hall of Famer. He is eighty six years old, and he is the first black NHL player. And man, what a great guy he's he was. He's awesome. Yeah. And uh, it was long overdue, but the uh, Bruins last year retired his number, which was really cool. So wow. his number, uh, his um, jersey number hangs in the rafters in uh, in Boston Garden. Awesome. Happy birthday to Willie O'Ree. Uh, also, Linda Lavin, who played Alice on the television show Alice. Yes. Uh, she is 84 years old. That was a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I liked it. How, yep. how long did that show last? Uh, I'd say like Five years, okay. Four, five, six years. Oh, the end of it went. Yeah, she was. She was attempting to be a jazz singer on the show, right? Yeah, she was a really good singer. I think. I think she was a stage performer. This is her singing then. Oh, that's her singing. That's her. Good show. I like it. Uh, so she is 84 years old today. Uh, Jim Palmer, the Hall of Famer, uh, is 76 years old today. And jockey underwear model. Yes. Women used here. to get those uh, posters. And I remember there was a cardboard cutout that Spencer's used to sell of him in his underwear. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> uh, Richard Carpenter, half of the Carpenters, brother of Karen Carpenter. Uh, is 75 today. Now, she was the obviously one of the greatest singing voices of all time. Unbelievable. But he wrote some seriously great songs he did, on yeah. top of it. And he supplied the uh, uh, the 
uh, background vocals and harmonies with her. It's a very, very talented uh, uh, musician. He is 75 today. Uh, it's Tito Jackson. Tito's birthday hey. today. Tito. Yeah. Tito. Uh, Tito celebrates his 68th You're my favorite. birthday. Who was his favorite? Yeah. Oh. I love you. Uh, was Give Tito? Some tissues, Tito. Was Tito the guitar player uh, in the Jackson yeah, Five? The I can't remember who exactly. I remember yeah. Jackie. He was definitely the tallest right. and the oldest. He was kind of the the lead of the group, singer, like, songwriter, and guitarist. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Tito played uh, guitar and tuba. Yeah, I did not oh. know that. Uh, happy birthday to Tito, who was sixty-eight. Tito. Uh, Barry McGuire, the musician. A lot of musicians celebrating birthday today. He is the guy who brought us the song "Eve of Destruction." Yeah, absolutely, I like that. I song. do like that song. Always dug yeah. it. Um, so he. Turns, and that's really the big one he's known for. I don't know anything yeah. else from him. I mean, he had that. He, he tried to form a super group with Tito Jackson, but uh, <laughs> tell me over and over and over again, my friend. He had that scratchy voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't believe we're on the eve of destruction. Do you guys know this song? No. Never heard wow. yeah. Great tune. Uh, so he's 86. Uh, Larry Miller. Oh. Love Larry Miller. He's great. I'm not wearing <laughs> underwear. That's, that's, not, not, that's not him. That is no. not him. That's Balch. It's a funny yeah. clip, though. It is a funny clip. Uh, from, he looks like Larry Miller. From uh, Same Chico. movie, right? Yeah, yeah. same yeah. movie. Larry Miller is earlier. Uh, he's the, he, remember he... Uh, he's the like, guys, you know, your eye out with my thumb. Yeah, yeah he, right. was, he He talks people down. He talks jumpers down. He's, uh, that's they what all he jump. Does. He says they all jump. <laughs> Here's a big secret. They all jump. Uh, and he's he's got terrible people skills. And I love when he describes, he's like, you know, for instance, the other day, this guy's standing on the building, jumps off. <laughs> Head catches on a gargoyle, pops off like a grape. The body's swirling around like a whirly gig, splats all over, and they're having dinner while he's telling this story. Uh, he is so great, and he's been in a couple of those uh, Christopher Guest movies. He's also in uh, uh, The Pretty Woman. He's yes. in uh, the, uh, the, the, the shop that they go to and finally buy some clothes for her. He's in The Nutty Professor. Uh, he is 68 years old today. I think also, was he the, the dean in, uh, what's uh, the football ma- movie, um... Where uh, uh, Kathy Ireland is the kicker. Oh, Necessary, Necessary Roughness. Yes. I think he's in that, too. Uh, he's 68. Paige Davis, who is the former host of Trading Spaces. Yes. Yeah. I used to have a big-time crush on her. And she came back to host. They, uh, they did a reboot. Yeah, she did. Uh, she is 52 years old today. She kind of had, like, a, I mean, I liked her. Whenever I met her, I, I met her a couple of times. I liked her. But wasn't she known to have a little bit of an attitude? Little dude. I, we, we did... My wife and I did trading spaces, oh, okay. and she was a little distant. Yeah, uh, while in my experience, uh, hanging out with her for a couple of days, and I thought I was a little disappointed. disappointed. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so. That threesome wasn't was... going to happen. She wasn't. Uh, <laughs> she wasn't rude or mean or anything like that. But she was just like, mm, seemed like she didn't want to be there. I think she, well, she was probably looking for that to be sort of an entree into other, like, she does a lot of Broadway stuff or is doing yes. a lot of show yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so that didn't pan out. So then when she, they rebooted it, I think she was more embracing of trading spaces. Yeah, probably. And then the last birthday, singer Chris DeBerg. Oh. Biggest hit was The Lady in Red. Lady in Red. Only you're doing the accent. I'm doing That's, the, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Julio, Julio Igle- yeah. Iglesias. Uh, Chris DeBerg did a version of that, but I remember his first hit. Which was Don't Pay the Ferryman. I like that song. That song yeah. 
played on repeat on MTV yeah. over and over and over. Because it had a really cool video yeah. where they did have a ferryman. Yeah, he is uh, 73 today, Chris DeBerg. All right, let's see if someone knows the answer to the question, uh, what is the name of Japan's highest mountain? And I will go to Russell, see if we can get the answer. Hey, Russell. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, Russell, we're looking for the answer. What is Japan's highest mountain, please? It's Mount Fuji. Fuji. Mount Fuji! You got it. All right, Russell, one moment, sir, and we are going to send you over the $75 Visa gift card and Legends Come Alive, by the way. Check out the adult reboot of Legends of the Hidden Temple, and that is Sunday at 8 p.m., and it's only on the CW Philly. We're going to start with Bill Cosby today. Oh. Uh, his 2018 felony sexual assault conviction, of course, was overturned earlier this year, but the 84-year-old comedian is now facing a civil suit in New Jersey's federal court. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Lily Bernard, an actress who appeared on The Cosby Show, claims that Bill drugged and mm. raped her oh in August of 1990 at the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic wow. City. So, who, who was she? Does anybody know? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if she had a small role or what her... Uh, Nick, if you could look up Lily, L-I-L-I is how her first name is spelled, Lily Bernard, and see maybe uh, what she, in what capacity she appeared on The Cosby Show. Uh, so um, was she one of the original cluster of people who came out with charges, or is this she, an after the fact? I think so. She has uh, she had attended the trials. Right. Uh, so anyhow, Cosby took such a liking to the young actress, and they became so close. The actress claims that Cosby even encouraged her to call him daddy. Oh, boy. Oh. But when she oh, began no. to feel symptoms of dizziness and urge to vomit and weakness after Cosby allegedly provided her with a non-alcohol beverage in a hotel suite, there you go. she said she drifted in and out of consciousness. When she awoke, Bernard said that Cosby was naked on top of her. Oh, my God. While she told him no. And by the next Ugh. morning, the actress alleges that Cosby gave her money and provided transport from AC back to New York where she was Ugh. living. Every time we talk about him, I think about my encounter with him right. and that he was with a young girl and listen there was nothing no. we, we were at the pen relays there was absolutely nothing, nothing to it. but i i go back to that moment every single time and think about it i'm like why was he he was like pushing this girl on me like to to talk for me to talk right, to her right, I was there right. to talk to him and interview him and he kept bringing her in and she was just kind of like chuckling and laughing and like it just was it was awkward and i remember going back to i was in high school at the time to my high school teacher saying like it was an awkward interview. The whole thing was awkward. Like, I did the best I could, uh, and here's what I got. And it just, right. anytime we talk about him, I, I just think about that and, like, well, that was always, was that? at least, listen, these are all the allegations that came up. This is what, uh, what he was doing time for eventually. He had all this stuff was presented in court that he always kind of took the, um, I'm going to be your mentor sort of stance. Yeah, and so, then, yeah. Right. so looking at this gal's uh, credit, she didn't do much acting, and it looks like she was only in one episode of uh, The Cosby Show. She played a character called Mrs. Minifield. Yeah, probably because he ruined her life after and he did that. Maybe. He, yeah, <laughs> he may have, you know, used the guise of, hey, I'll help you out with your career, you know. And, well, since yeah. he was let out, that that never made um, the, uh, that never took the option of civil lawsuits off the table. Yeah, so uh, the Bernard, uh, uh, apparently on additional uh, occasions, the lawsuit claims he had done the same thing, had uh, assaulted her. Um, and she said, I've waited a long time to be able to pursue my case in court. She said, uh, I look forward to being heard and to hold Cosby accountable for what he did to me. Although it occurred long ago, I still have, I still live the fear and pain and shame every day of my life. 
Bernard, along with other accusers, attended both of Cosby's criminal trials outside of Philadelphia when he was tried for drugging and raping Andrea Constad in his home in 2004. Now, in New Jersey, here's the deal. There's a two-year window in which the state allows sexual abuse survivors uh, to bring civil claims regardless of when an assault is alleged to have occurred. Okay. Um, so I don't so know what, that two-year window exists? I don't know what the two-year window yeah, yeah. means. So it says, no, regardless of when an assault uh, occurred. So it, it happened a long time ago. She can bring it forward, but I don't know what the two-year window means. As such, Bernard is seeking an amount of no less than $25 million in damages, saying that she suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder, including anxiety, uh, nightmares, depression, severe physical pain. Um, oh, okay. So we have a clip of Lily when she was on uh, Cosby, and she All was right. one of uh, Doctor H- Doctor Huxtable's patients. Here we go. When the contractions reach eight minutes apart, that's when you call me. Now, what did I just say? Call you every eight minutes. <laughs> Huxtable, your lab reports are waiting. Okay, thank you. Well, I guess I'm off. Yes, uh, more ways than one. <laughs> Okay. All right. So that was her on the show. So we will um, see what this ends up meaning. Mm, I can guarantee a pain-free delivery. Wow. Uh, Howie Mandel went into detail about a Starbucks incident on YouTube. I believe we have uh, a clip of this. Uh, Telling his daughter that uh, the entire ordeal was caused by, quote, consensual diarrhea. (laughs) We don't have a clip. Oh, she's sending it over now. Okay. Uh, The America's Got Talent judge explained to daughter uh, Jacqueline Schultz on Thursday that he fainted while buying a caramel macchiato because he was dehydrated from a colonoscopy. Here we go. Well, first of all, what has this world come to where you can't pass out in a Starbucks privately anymore? (laughs) Anyway, the, the the thing is that I was uh, dehydrated. Stop. It was also the cost of the caramel macchiato vente that uh, just threw me over the edge. And that's why I... All right, and then there's another... Yeah, why would you get that after a colonoscopy? Like, I can't imagine that they don't they tell you, like, right, drink yeah. lots of water. Here we go. I had a colonoscopy a few days ago, but they empty you out. You take a drink. I have consensual diarrhea... For an entire night, and then I was dehydrated, and then all I lived on was coffee, which also exacerbates dehydration. Uh, I was, yes, I'm going to moisturize and hydrate from now on. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, coffee's yeah. not the right thing for that. Uh, so apparently, uh, he admitted that he, he doesn't really drink water. That's a mistake. So, uh, the reality star promised his daughter that he would hydrate and reassured her that the hospital did several tests on his heart, and he is quote really good. Mm. All right, uh, this is pretty funny. George Takei, his decade-long feud with William Shatner, I guess, is still going strong. When asked about his former Star Trek co-star's trip to space, he told Page Six, he's boldly going where other people have gone before. <laughs> oh, snap. And he's, <laughs> the 84 actor elaborated, added, he's a guinea pig, 90 years old, and it's important to find out what happens. So 90 years old is going to show a great deal more on the wear and tear on the human body. So he'll be a good specimen to study, although he's not the fittest specimen of 90 years old. So he'll be a specimen that, a specimen that is unfit. So I don't know if he's being a little tongue-in-cheek he, or he what's going on. He tends to do that. There, There is, bizarrely, though, you'd think there was a hate-hate relationship. He, I mean, listen, they, yeah. they, they were both part of something that kept them working forever. Yep. So, you, you know, you share that bond. Yep. But he's boldly going where yeah. many people have gone before. So wait, we got to get Takei up in the space as well, totally. right? Yeah. Last surviving right. member besides right. Shatner. All right. Here's a really explosive yeah. article about uh, actress Jeanette McCurdy, uh, who was on iCarly, played Sam. 
Uh, she's opened up about the intense emotional and physical abuse that she yeah. suffered at the hands of her late mother, Debbie, who performed vaginal and breast exams on her and wouldn't let her shower alone. Uh, the former iCarly star who lost her mother to cancer in 2013 detailed her childhood drama and her path to healing in her one-woman dark comedy show titled I'm Glad My Mom Died. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? I think, Preston, and I don't know if it was mentioned in that article, but um, that she was not allowed to shower alone up to the age of 17. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. 17? Yeah, and her upcoming memoir, by the way, is also named I'm Glad <gasps> My Mom Died. Yeah. Wait, what? Like, what do you mean not shower alone? Well, so... I'll, yeah, like it's it's this bizarre, and she can't she doesn't go into detail as to why it is and why she did these vaginal mm. checks on her. So she said, "I did not know how to find my identity without my mom." Uh, she said, "And I'm not going to lie, I was uh, it was very hard to get here, uh, but now I'm at a place in my life that I never would have thought was possible, and I finally feel free." So, growing up in Southern California, she witnessed physical fights between her parents, Debbie and Mark. She revealed how her mother's outburst would often turn violent. She said, "My earliest memories of childhood were of heaviness and chaos," and explained, "My mom's emotions were so erratic that it was like walking a tightrope every day. Mm. The mood fluctuation, uh, fluctuations were daily." As the youngest of four children, her parents' only daughter, McCurdy said that her mother fixated on her and pushed her into acting by the time she was six. She said, my mom had always dreamt of being a famous actor, and she became obsessed with making me a star. Uh, She said that she was cripplingly shy, but felt pressured to go on auditions and book work. I felt like my job was to keep the peace, she said, whose acting career uh, financially supported her family. She said, I wanted to make my mom happy. Uh, Debbie's focus included McCurdy's appearance, and she started bleaching her only daughter's hair and whitening her teeth when she was 10. A year later, she taught McCurdy how to restrict calories and aided her her disordered eating. Wow. Uh, When she landed her big break as Sam on iCarly at the age of 14, uh, she was already struggling with anorexia. While she was uh, starring on the Nickelodeon show, her mother insisted on performing vaginal and breast exams on her. And wouldn't let her shower alone. And this went on until she was 17. Now, what I don't know, Kathy, is who was somebody in the shower with yeah, her? Was her mother with her? Or just in the bathroom yeah, yeah. with her I mean, while she showered? Yeah, I know. So, it's, I mean, to me, it sounds like she was doing it so that she didn't go to a doctor. Like, nobody else touched her or something like that. Or maybe to make sure she wasn't having sex. Well, right, that's or, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, that, that's the, the age she, she sheared off is when... Uh, it was 17, so it was just before she became legal. Yeah, Debbie battled breast cancer for 17 years after being diagnosed with her uh, when her daughter was a young child. She went into remission, but the cancer returned, spread to her brain in 2010. Uh, McCurdy, who was 21 when Debbie died in 2013, said that she was so repressed and delayed developmentally because of her mother's control, she rebelled after she passed away. She started having sex, experimenting with alcohol, binge eating, after which she would make herself throw up. Mm. Uh, for years, she struggled with the dependency on alcohol and bulimia, and she credits her recovery from eating disorders in 2018 to therapy. Uh, she said, I know if my mom were alive, I'd still have an eating disorder. Uh, it was only distance from her that allowed me to get healthy. Uh, earlier this year, uh, she confirmed that she had quit acting uh, and that she was embarrassed by her past sitcom work, yeah. which is too bad. Well, well yeah. Yeah, she was good. Yeah. I mean, I, from what little I saw of her on that show. And it was a fun show. Yeah, but you know? uh, listen, anything that's reminding you of the, what you were suffering through is probably something you want to get out of your life. Yeah. Uh, McCurdy has shifted her focus to writing and directing. 
Uh, and she said it's thought provoking of the the show. The uh, the yeah. show. I, I'm glad my mom died. Uh, but even though it may seem black and white, there's a fullness to my narrative. Life can be dark and messy. Nobody has a perfect life, she says. So that's pretty wild. Yep, heavy no duty. Idea. But I guess kind of common in the world of child actors or can be. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, very know, controlling. And and, it, and and that exact scenario where the, one of the parents or maybe both of the parents wanted stardom, couldn't achieve it. Right. And then they see a glimmer of hope in their kids and then they go whole hog and end up screwing up the kid. Wow. Uh, this is really cool. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Is a famous star, obviously, but he hasn't forgotten his Lehigh Valley roots. Uh-huh. I didn't know he had Lehigh Valley. Me neither. Did you guys know that? No, he worked to Jack no Frost. Oh, no, the uh, the former student <laughs> at Freedom High School in Bethlehem Township. What? Surprised the school's football team with a hype video and a gift earlier this month. Not only did he send an encouraging video, he also gifted the Patriots with a ton of brand new performance gear from Under Armour's Project Rockline. Uh, so I had Marissa grab audio of this video uh, that he made for them, and I haven't even heard this yet, but check this out. Proud of the hard work you put in, because that's what it all comes down to. Whether you win or lose, succeed or fail, it all comes down to the effort that you put in and the hard work that you commit yourselves to. So I'm proud of you, the consistent hard work that you guys have been putting in. Uh, Coach Roeder and the coaching staff have expressed to me that you guys have been working hard, working your asses off, and you guys are ready. You guys are ready, and I love hearing that. That's great. Uh, Nick yeah. just pulled this up and says he He went to three different high schools. President William McKinley High School in Honolulu, Hawaii, then yeah. Glencliff High School and uh, McGavick High School in Nashville, Tennessee, and finally... Freedom High School in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. So I was watching that that show, which is basically his life, you know. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, and uh, I, I I didn't see the Pennsylvania part yeah. depicted. Yeah. Well, he and, lived in a lot of different places. He lived in Connecticut. He lived in and those four that Preston just mentioned. He lived in New Zealand for a stretch. He was in uh, North Carolina. So he moved around a lot as a yeah. kid. Well, his dad was pretty, a professional wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Pretty well adjusted guy for being well, yeah. you know the new kid all the time yeah. Yeah. and being moved around. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how he was back then, but. He's also just recently featured on a rap song. I don't know if you guys have heard that one yet or not. No. No. Okay. It's actually not that bad. He just he's the last rapper on the song. I didn't it, what's funny is my son played it for me yesterday is uh, the first two rappers I was like, "Oh, is is this rock?" He's like, "No, that's not." <laughs> that's the, guys. No, no, but it, the first two rappers I thought actually kind of sounded like the rock. Huh. Okay. Uh he told the team a quote that he heard when he was 15, a uh, 15-year-old sophomore at Freedom. He said, the quote is this, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Yes, I That's love that quote. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so good for him, and it must work because the Freedom Patriots won 42-7 to on that game wow. uh, that the, they, they played the video for them, and then they just went out and, and tore it up. So uh, that's great. I had no idea about that. Also had no idea about this. Robin Williams wanted to play Remus Lupin in the Harry Potter franchise, according to director Chris Columbus. That would have been very cool. Yeah, Chris spoke to Total Film to mark the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I explained that Williams expressed interest in the role of Lupin, who was introduced in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, in the, which is the third installment of both the book and the film series. Uh, and he said, um, well, however, the goal for that first movie was to have and, and maybe all of them, no American actors in the franchise. That was actually, I think, uh, the insistence of J.K. Rowling. That yeah. when the movies were made, they be cast entirely with uh, Brits. Yep. So uh, that means that uh, Williams did not qualify. And he said, 
Christopher Columbus said, I, I had a conversation with Robin Williams. He wanted to play Lupin, and it was very difficult for me to say, it's all British and there's nothing I can do. Uh, the role of Lupin eventually went to English actor David uh, Thewlis, who was excellent in that role, uh, who joined the franchise in 2004 and reprised the role uh, in 2011 when Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 came out. Um, how about this one? Uh, Ewan McGregor's daughter yes. is a model on the rise. Clara McGregor is currently starring in a British lingerie brand line, Bluebella's Holiday Campaign. Bluebella's? Which launched on Thursday, and I did not go and look up pictures. I should have, but I was a little busy this morning. Uh, but her name is Clara McGregor, and the 25-year-old model said in a statement published by Page Six, uh, that as a bisexual woman, she was attracted to the lingerie label support of the LGBTQ community. You so. and McGregor is a 25 year old daughter. Uh, yeah, yeah, he does. Wow. How old is he? Uh, I, well, I don't know, but his I remember his daughter was not thrilled when he left um, her mother, right? And uh, that caused a bit of a rift mm-hmm. between the two. But they since patched it up. Right. Yeah, That's he's right. fifty. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, This is uh, a follow-up to a tragic story. Former child actor Matthew Mindler uh, killed himself with sodium nitrate, which was purchased on Amazon for $15. What is that? Uh, You know what I don't really know, Kathy? Uh, Sodium nitrate. Uh, Nick will uh, pull that up real quick and find out what that's all about. The Lancaster County Medical Examiner's Office told TMZ that uh, the My Idiot Brother stars August death was ruled a suicide by sodium nitrate toxicity. His mother, Monica, told the outlet that uh, Mindler's internet search history confirms he was researching ways to end his life painlessly Aww. with the substance. That's so uh, sad. Is it known as anything else? Uh, Solid rocket propellant? Oh, saltpeter. Yeah. yeah. Fertilizer. Okay. So, I mean, it, it has industrial uses. Uh, I'd never heard of it used in this application. Whatever I've heard saltpeter mentioned, it's always sort of a, um, like a an aid or... or Either it's an aid for ED or uh, it uh, uh-huh. helps destroy that or your ability to get a boner. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing that it, it can call you. Boo. Okay. It's, the, uh, yeah, so it, it, it's all fake, so don't go. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but that's, uh, that's mm. terrible. All right. Uh, something else. How about this? The Playboy Mansion is haunted. Oh, no! <laughs> Girls Next Door star Bridget Marquard told the Dark House podcast Wednesday that she saw a woman appear in her bedroom. While living at the mansion. Everyone saw a woman, yes! Everyone saw a woman appear in their bedroom at the Playboy Mansion, yeah. for Christ's sake. Uh, according- I'm sorry, I thought this was my room. <laughs> Woo! According to Mark Ward, Woo! Uh, the ghost of a former mansion employee materialized near her bedroom closet during a girls' night oh. in with her sister and best friend. <laughs> Uh, it apparently wasn't the only spooky incident that uh, she witnessed. The former Playboy Bunny said that doors would slam and lock on their own. Oh, no! And visitors always felt weird vibes upon entering the mansion's game room. So that proves that it's haunted. Yes. Yes. Uh, the Disney Plus had uh, dropped the newest trailer for Hawkeye. Uh, the 60-second preview teases the return of Linda Cardellini. Yes, it does. Uh, who plays Clint Barton's wife, Laura. Uh, her character was last seen in Avengers Endgame. Uh, the latest Marvel series will premiere on Wednesday, November 24th. It's perfect because it has a holiday tie-in. Yeah. So it's going to be great. I yep. love what I'm seeing. 
Uh, and a teaser trailer for the Batman was released on Thursday. Oh, yeah. We get a little bit of Robert Pattinson's Batman voice, which I believe we have a clip of. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's play that. Here we go. It's not just a signal. It's a warning. And that's it. He's talking about the bat signal. He says it's not just a signal. It's a warning. That is and the full trailer... Uh, new trailer drops tomorrow. That is correct. And then the do, the uh, film is due in theaters on March 4th of 2022. <laughs> and the it's score <laughs> by one Michael Giacchino. That yes. Now, I asked him at the beginning of all this if he could secure me a Batmobile. And, uh, <laughs> is he working on that? Uh, he, he seemed to be uh, right, amenable to that. I mean, I'm really sure that's going to happen. <laughs> um, Machine Gun Kelly describes his relationship with Megan Fox as a dark fairy tale. Why are we learning about all this now? They're, 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 they seem they seem compelled to want to tell us about their relationship. He credits, Shut up! He credits the, I'm, I think they're being asked about this. I don't think he's just spouting off. No, I bet they're just spouting off. <laughs> he's just standing in the middle of a park somewhere. You want to hear about our relationship? No! I'm trying to get into the target. He credits their love with keeping him from totally giving up on living. Oh, no. And said, I came from broken homes and I watched love never work and then I grew up where in pop culture they don't even make romantic movies anymore. Look at this picture of them up on the screen here from the GQ photo shoot person. Um, I think you took a picture like that with Rochelle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's she's completely naked, hanging off your thigh. Yeah, she's usually hanging down there. Actually, Celeste Barber, uh, she lampoons these uh, these model shoots all the time on Instagram, and they're hilarious. She did this. Uh, So he talked of taking her own life. Uh, taking his own life, I'm sorry. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her! He talked of taking his own life and said, I've lost so many friends to suicide. Love gave me a reason to stay here. There you go. That's good. He also revealed that he has post-traumatic stress from his difficult upbringing and drug issues. And he said, I'm basically trying to live without dying quickly every day. Uh, He also pointed out that their relationship had euphoric highs and equally dark lows. He said, we go to hell with each other. They go to hell with each other. stop it. Yes, it sounds amazing. hell. What is your description? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see what his hell is. Not flying first class. Right. Yeah, right. (laughs) We go to hell. Coach! What the hell? I'm living in hell! How, how long wait for the table? That'll be 20 minutes. 20 minutes! I'm burning in hell! <laughs> the interview was part of a cover story for the current issue of British GQ. Uh, I don't know why this is, but Bo Burnham's album, Inside the Songs, will not be eligible for a Grammy in the best comedy Jeffrey, album. Jeffrey Basil. In the best comedy album category where it was submitted, and I don't know why. Um, what would make it? Well, it's going to be, it's being moved to the best compilation soundtrack for visual media. Well, that seems stupid. A uh, category that traditionally honors film and television soundtracks. But, I mean, yeah, it's it's a film soundtrack of sorts, it, but... Uh, it, it's clearly, it's a comedy, you well, know? So, it's a comedy well, special was, and all the music that goes with it. So, Richard Pryor, Live on the Sunset Strip, was a was a movie, right? So yeah, it was released so, as a the, And they the released release, it as yeah. a comedy album as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so is it because the, it wasn't yeah. that funny of a special? I mean, it was more of a serious special for Bo Burnham than he's done in the past? Uh, I, I don't lots know. Lots of crappy comedy uh, albums that got nominated. But, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> those songs, but I mean, those songs were all... 
humorous. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Uh, no, maybe just... one or two weren't had a kind of a serious tone of them, but I almost all of them were yeah. funny. I don't get it. Don't Preston. Know. Yeah. Yes. We got to do something. We got to do something. Yeah. Let's both go for rump right now. Ready? All right. Harumph. Okay. We've taken care of it. All right. <laughs> I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. <laughs> oh, sorry. You watch your ass. He's <laughs> uh, well, thinking things are defective. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, Disney Plus may have had a few growth issues recently. It is still on target to surpass. Netflix subscriber numbers by 2025, according to wow. the research firm Digital TV Research. You know, it's funny because uh, out of the gate, I watched a lot of Disney Plus, but I haven't watched Disney Plus, um, you know, for the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm jumping in and out. I, I, I end up still a lot on Netflix, a lot on Hulu. Um, and that's where I end up. We watch it every single night. Do you? I mean, mainly because of Jace, but... Yeah. All um, the Marvel stuff or all the regular Disney stuff? Everything. Everything. Like, there's, there's stuff on there that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. I mean, even, like, shows, you know, movies that they've turned into, uh, you know, miniseries. Sure, yeah. He's really getting into. But oh, that's, cool. like, his his go-to is Disney+. Plus. Uh, the Beatles uh, Get Back is going to be on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. I believe so, yeah. So that's yeah. that's going to be huge, too. Nick just pulled this up. It says, watch Olaf bring classic Disney animation stories to life, and Olaf presents a series of original shorts. Yeah. Uh, streaming on Disney Plus uh, starting November twelfth. So yeah, little things like that. They've done know. it with like Monsters Inc. with uh, with yeah. Up. You know, Jace the... loves the monster. Um, yeah. Oh, what's it's Monsters, Monsters University or something like that. No, that's the other movie. But yeah, I mean uh, Monsters at Work or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have uh, yeah, uh, Doug from Up is in there, and um, uh, I've been recommended it a few times. But Jeff Goldblum's show on Disney Plus is fantastic. Oh uh, well, they also they have Nat Geo as well on that, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And, yeah. All the Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, so the firm predicts Disney Plus will have two hundred. 84.2 million subscribers in 2026 to Netflix's 270.7 million. These are just projections. Right. Well, And Amazon Prime, meanwhile, is forecast to hit about 243.4 million. I think what happens, and it's what they look to avoid all of these, um, you know, giant streaming services, is that they don't want people to um, cancel because I think people do tend to watch the different streamers in waves. Like, oh, right. here's a couple of shows yeah, that yeah, I'm into. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I'm moving over to the other one. Right. And so I think, Nick, you do that occasionally, right? Yeah, you cancel out a service you're not watching. I don't have HBO Plus right now, yeah. but then uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is coming back. And, and uh, you'll... Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I go in and out, and and just for a stretch, I'll uh, I'll cancel them. And I'm the complete opposite. Like, I watch one show on Hulu, yeah. uh, and now I'm waiting for like a second season three years later. Right, and right. I'm still paying for it. <laughs> However, I won't pay three ninety nine for shipping. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have. Thank you, Kathy. I have literally every. I can't think of a streaming service I don't have, <laughs> and, and and it infuriates me because listen, I was going to tap out of Discovery uh, Plus, you know, and uh, I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I and then sure as hell they come out with this thing like you red bastards. Wow. And why do I have Peacock? Can I just watch it on? You NBC? have Peacock for free. Oh, it's if, free. If, it's you're free? An, if you're an Xfinity uh, customer, you have okay. Peacock for free. Well, yeah. and now um, Jace is pre-ordering things. Like I just got an email this morning, so like he'll pre-order movies and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to ask me. He's like, right. oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> nice. All right, uh, I think we're ready to jump into the clips. Oh but we're no, movies! movies. Oh, I'm sorry, movies, movies, movies. Movie. Yep, you're right. My fault. Let us begin with Halloween Kills, mm-hmm. a horror suspense film starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, and Will Patton. 
Uh, when Michael Myers manages to free himself from Laurie Strode's elaborate trap, his ritual bloodbath resumes. As Laurie fights her pain and prepares to defend herself against him, she inspires all of Haddonfield to rise up against their unstoppable monster. Uh, it's an hour and 45 minutes long. It's rated R. Wide release today. Rotten Tomatoes scores it at 47% so far. So she's got the whole town involved. It's kind of like Halloween meets the music man, right? Yeah. We got trouble. Yeah. Right here in Haddonfield. <laughs> I could see that. And then uh, the other film opening this weekend is The Last Duel. Uh, it's a drama uh, slash history film. Stars Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Adam Driver. And uh, the plot is The Last Duel is a cinematic and thought-provoking drama set in the midst of the Hundred Years' War that explores the ubiquitous power of men, the frailty of justice, and the strength and courage of one woman willing to stand alone in the service of truth. Matt Damon. Uh, two hours, 33 minutes long. Rated R. Wide release today. Rotten Tomatoes, a big 86%. So yeah, that's a real good wow. score. Ridley Scott does stuff like this well. He did Gladiator. All right. Uh, now we're ready for the clips. As I tried to jump ahead there. Uh, we're going to get to Halloween Kills, and here Jamie Lee Curtis talks about how the stakes are raised this time around. The whole last movie was a study in trauma. What happens to somebody 40 years later? How does that trauma carry? Here you have an entire town of people that has been traumatized, and we're going to meet them in the new movie. Ah! Halloween Kills is in theaters today and on paid tiers of Peacock as well. Here's the next clip. A trip back to Germany turns sinister for a woman and her husband in Demigod. Uh, Here star Jeremy London talks about why he was glad to take on this role. I am blessed to be involved with these guys. I I love these guys. And uh, getting to play uh, a grandfather uh, wasn't the easiest on my ego, but I'm kidding. I mean, actually, I love it. I love that I'm getting to... Be able to play these sort of more adult, uh, 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 deep roles and getting to speak German was a first. I don't give a f***. Uh, Demigod is also in theaters today. All right, and there you go. That is your entertainment report for this Friday, October 15th. Look out the window, person. Uh, we have awesome, Lights beautiful sky. On. I love it, man. Uh, we're going to have a nice day today. It's 82 degrees and partly cloudy skies. Just a beautiful fall day today. Um, so we'll take a break, come back in a second. There it is. Here comes the sun waking up together. Uh, we will get to the money clips a yes. couple of times this morning alone. And, of course, we have... Uh, Greg Warren joining us and David Duchovny will be on the program. We'll take a quick break and come back in a second. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips. 500 bucks, huh? That's what they told me. <laughs> nice. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your Money Clip. Congratulations. Thank you so very much. Up to seven times a day. Even hours, weekdays from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs and then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Enter it at WMMR.com or our app and you'll also get entered for the grand prize, 10000 bucks. It's MMR's Money Clips. Thanks a ton for listening. We really appreciate it. You guys are my coworkers. I work from home. I listen all the time. Sponsored by Horizon Services. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Visit horizonservices.com. The mighty MMR. Everything that rocks your wallet. See complete rules at WMMR.com. 
We have a new Daily Raj video. Uh, it was the performance from uh, Low Cut Connie, which we had a few days ago. And uh, Low Cut Connie performed uh, back in school and private lives live on our show. Uh, if you follow MMR on Instagram, we just send you those videos right away. Don't even have to worry. Yep, they'll go right to your feed. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. And you can learn more at XfinityLive.com. And they had their show giggity, last, giggity, giggity, giggity. last night at the Met, by the way. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh, Phil Moore. Oh, the Phil Moore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, they had a show. Very cool to have uh, Low Cut Connie Adam on uh, the program. All right, I hate to say this because it is handing over one of my... Um, uh, one of my secret identities, if you will, my alter egos. Yeah. But Kathy noticed something. Oh, my God. Yeah, she did. And uh, I don't even know what to do about that. But... It's time for a different take on the notice. <laughs> I like to help you notice. Thank you. Thank you. But Brought you by Hooverman's Pound Cakes. <laughs> Somebody commented on a picture on my Instagram yesterday. I was like, I see pound cakes on the table. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, here we go. Uh, no, but this is, this is purely an observation from you, something you noticed. Yes. Yeah, so there is a gas station in Conshohocken, and, I mean, I can't even tell you how long for years 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 it's the the most expensive gas by far uh in the entire area and we kind of laugh at it and anytime we see a car there we're like what's that person right, doing right, like yo. literally just drive a minute down the road and you'll get gas that's way cheaper like nobody if you live in the area you don't go there for gas everyone sort of just laughs about it and right down the street there's now an amazon center well just the other day there were amazon trucks like Three or four of them seen at the gas pump filling up at that gas station. Okay. So, the, the, uh, more than the curve, which uh, is an online publication that writes all about Conshohocken, right. just posted and said, "Well, I guess Jeff Bezos likes to buy the most expensive gas in Conshohocken." <laughs> all right. So, I usually don't glance at, at gas prices. I just pull in, I get the gas, and I go away because it's usually fairly close. You know, most and you're going to need it anyway. You're going to need it yeah. anyway. But if I have on occasion gone, wow, you know, if, if yeah. the number really pops like that. Uh, so this is this head is, and shoulders oh, more expensive. Yes, and like we say, we're like they're purposely um, pricing it so high. Like, what is the so our? Why theory, would you do that, knowing knowing that there's there, there's a, a cheaper gas station right up the street? And by the way, it's also not easy to get in and out of the parking lot. Right. So so it's so also it's got everything going. It's for got it. everything going against it. Yeah. Um, but you will see cars parked at the pumps, but they're parked there all day long. So it's. Either an employee or I, I guess it's an employee that's there. So our theory is that they're running something illegal out of there. They park the cars at the pumps to make it look like people are buying gas, but really they're not. All right, so okay. here's the shock. I uh, I check every gas price every time I go and fill up the tank. Shocking. I know. Uh, I know you can't believe it, but um, noticed this yesterday as well. I sub-noticed Kathy's notice. and You were I, in Conchalking yesterday and saw it, right? Well, I was going to Trinity Rehab, Preston, and mm-hmm. it's on the right-hand side. It's this this Luke Oil gas station, and I did a double-take when I saw the gas prices. It was like 480 for some of them, and I was, you know, down here. Here in on Belmont, I, it's like traditionally like three twenty or, or, or routinely three twenty five, three thirty or whatever. And so when you see it, it's a dollar fifty more than any of the other uh, prices in the area, it, it jumps out at you. There was a gas station. I don't know if this is a thing, Kathy, that you're bringing up, but it used to be on. Uh, they since tore it down. It was on Ridge, up at the the, the top of Ridge in in Manion, getting into Roxborough. It was on the corner, and the prices were ridiculous, like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there was never anybody there. getting gas, and and it just I kind of just hung on. And there was it just seemed like what, I always joked with Cl- my wife Claire. It was drive by. 
what the hell's what are they doing in there? What are, that's what we. Yeah. What are they doing in there? So maybe about I want to say a year ago, I stopped into the convenience store. I forget why I went there, but for I didn't buy gas. Right. I just picked up something. I feel like maybe Jason needed a snack, and we were like right. running out or whatever it was. But I I remember walking in, and it was like. Everyone just kind of stopped and looked, and there was one employee. What do you want? No, there was one employee and two people that were just in there. I don't know if they were employees or what yeah, they yeah. were, but they sort of like looked at me like, "Who are you? <laughs> and what do you want?" Because we know you're not buying gas here. Hey, it's nine hundred dollars. Is this at that five point intersection? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. It's on yep. the right hand side if you're going towards Trinity. If you, okay, if you're yeah. getting off of the blue route yep. onto yeah. it, and it's that right there. Yeah. Uh, yep. As soon as you approach that, okay, yeah, I pulled in there it. not too long ago. Because I was on E. I mean, I was like, I have to fill up now. I didn't even look at the prices, but I think I remember going, what? I just paid a lot for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, after filling up the tank, I'm like, I didn't know my tank was that big. That's me. That's how I yeah. rationalize it. My tank must have gotten larger. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Dave. Hi there, Dave. Hey, Preston. How are you? Good. What's up, bud? So I was born and raised in Country Hopkins, and that gas station is notoriously high. It's ridiculous. But... Our theory is that, one, 476 is right there, and two, the auto auction is Monday nights, Tuesday nights. That's right up the road, and large number of people come down from New York to purchase cars from the auto auction. Gas up right there and hop right on 476. Yeah, so it's in a location where people just might go, ah, F it, I'll just fill up here. Is that what you're saying there? Well, that, and because they come down from New York, they're already paying those prices. Right. They, they don't know yeah, the yeah, difference. Yeah. So, Dave, you don't you don't think my theory is correct that something illegal is going on in there? <laughs> well, something illegal goes on everywhere. <laughs> okay, thanks, man. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, if this is indeed the gas station that's on the corner of Ridge and Chemical Road, yep. the reason why the gas is so high there is because the rent for that plot of land is so high that they uh, pass it on to the customers to have to help pay for it. I only know it because a family member of mine used to work at the Home Depot up the street and had asked the owner of the gas station why the gas was so uh-huh. high. So uh, that's maybe feasible. that's what they're saying. You know, I mean, is, uh, these are all potential feasible. But it is there. There are those gas stations. There's one right near me that I I I never see anyone gassing up. The prices are ridiculous. Well, and and, and what, right, Kathy, that? right across on the intersection is another, another mm-hmm. brightly lit, full-service <laughs> gas station with much lower prices. And really, the cars parked at the pumps, like, that baffles my mind. Right. What is, like, to me, it's they're making it look like people are pumping gas. But, right. again, I go by it multiple times a day. It will be the same car parked there all day. Real quick, somebody also texted and said that Amazon might have a special deal. Special deal. Worked out with them where they Maybe. get a cheaper price if they guarantee to be filling that, up there all the time. Which that I does happen, yes, like you a fleet rate. But I've seen other smaller kind of models and pop gas stations that it, that would have cars regularly parked at the pump and what is that what is that I would, don't they, know. would they have mannequins out there pretending they're pumping <laughs> no but they would they would be parked there and like it'd be the same ones Kathy yeah. and there's clearly nobody pumping gas and you you drive by later in the day and the same car would still be sitting there and I'm like what? It's so I don't weird. Know what is that's that all about to create yeah. the illusion that they're they're ah, they're look at they're hopping over there no, and I don't know if it means that you know they the, the pump is out of order or, yeah. or what but. but Kath I know for a fact there's a gas station around the corner from that gas station that actually accepts Wendy's gift certificates for gas instead of uh, money, because I did that one time at the gas station right around the corner from there. Mm. You guys don't remember that? Oh, I yeah, I remember that, that yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no money. You and gave I, them Wendy's gift Kathy, cards? Kathy, I had 
zero dollars, and like I didn't have my wallet, and I was on E, and I all I had was ten dollars of Wendy's gift cards, and I got five dollars worth of gas for it. It, it ended up <laughs> wait, working. Wait. Do you know which one? Which? Yeah, the yes. so one at, at North and and. Uh... Oh, that's my friend Kevin owns that one. Okay, <laughs> thank you, Kevin. So you just you traded it? You bartered? I bartered. Okay, yeah. I guess sometimes that works. If you have a soft spot in they're your heart actually, for Wendy's. No, that gas station, they're actually very nice there. Um, I don't know if you remember, like a, a couple of years ago, I talked about a guy who helped me with a nail in my tire, whatever it was, yeah, yeah. we talked about him on the air, and it oh, was no that same gas station. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this uh, text says, uh, it's the same as gas stations that are near airports charging more because people need them to fill up rental cars. That's true. And also, there, there tur- turnpike a- gas stations are routinely higher as and well. You, you know what? There is a uh, rental car company right up the street as well and it's, and it's on that side of the road like everything like the ah. amazon the rental car company all on that side of the road so they're reading the room leading the this, area listen to this text it says hey there's a funeral home in south philly that never has funerals <laughs> <laughs> born and raised around the corner never ever seen one since 16th and porter <laughs> oh, that's like the freaking lamp company that's around the corner from my house that, like, sell lamps? it's been there forever there's never a car in the parking lot i know somebody who went in there and uh, and the the person who worked there was like, what the freak are you doing in here? You There's know? it's like a place that I pass by all the time, and this is what it's it's, it's called Oriental Rugs, and um and and I I pass by it. It's been going out of business for yeah. about thirty uh-huh. years, yeah, and and I've never seen anyone going in. It's always rug places. Rug Why places. is it always rug places yeah. that have been going out, out of business. business for a dozen yeah. years? I think because if they sell one rug, they're back in business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so expensive. They're like, hey, all we got to do is turn the one. lights on. We sold one. Right. Wait, there's another place in Kanji. It's called Deep Roots Grow Supply, and it's on 6th Avenue, and it is never opened. Huh. It, it's never, the do- like, it's always closed, and there's plants in there, and there's <laughs> lights in there. Somebody's watering the plants. Yeah. But no one is ever there. Is it possible the plants themselves are running the business? Know. And I don't even know what it is. What do they what are they selling? I don't know. <laughs> what was that um, dreams? There was a there was a sandwich shop in Jersey that there was a big hubbub about it last year. I want to say Victor Fiorello even had written an article about it because the the uh, maybe it was the uh, the real estate was insanely expensive for this little plot of land I that think it was I on. Remember that? Remember that? And all they right. were doing all sorts of like, you know, investigative journalism on it as to why it was so expensive yeah or, yeah um, yeah i vaguely well, remember that this this does go to the thing of the of the how do they stay in business sort of mm. observation sometimes you'll go down and obviously prior to the pandemic it might be a more uh, more of a head scratcher but obviously a lot of small businesses took a massive hit mm-hmm. but when you see somebody we sell turtle keychains right we, that's all you sell very very yeah. specific yeah let me go to uh andy here hi andy good morning Hey, good morning. Hey, Steve. Yes. I love you. I no. love you, too. Andy. What's up, Andy? So I went to school in Chester at Widener University. Yeah. And there was a uh, a billiard store that, like, said that it sold pool tables and other kind of, like, in-home games and stuff like that. Right. It's right at the corner of, uh, like, a, the intersection of Fairview and uh, Chester Road, right? That's it. That's uh-huh. the one. Yeah, right next to Fizano Brothers. Uh, right. Did, did that it, not it, sell... It, Billiard tables? It, it's got to be a front for organized crime. <laughs> well, we're not. We're, we're not. Sure. I think that's yeah, the standard yeah, assumption. Yeah. It's right? what it, you think. No, you don't know what a business yeah. is. They're doing. It's organized crime. Yeah. No, it's yeah. it, it's a legit business. It's just that you know, 
uh, pool tables aren't flying off the shelves. You know what I mean? That is a, uh, not that a big is a, line of people. Going, oh no. my god! Oh my god! I'm gonna look at the, the pool tables before you get up to the door. Yeah, that is a big time luxury item yeah, and yeah, a very yeah. very specific item that uh, you know. So it's not a store that's going to be hopping all the time. But when they do make a sale, they're going to make a, a they nice can open amount. back up again. All right, thanks, <laughs> yeah. Andy. Uh, here's a text that says, "Kathy, Deep Roots Grow Supply sells stuff online to grow weed." Uh, well, that's why, because it's never open. So like. There has to be something else for it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to go back to the uh, uh, the gas thing. Uh, I'm going to go to Eric. Hey, Eric, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Rock and roll. Rock, Rock and roll. roll. Eric. What's up, buddy? Hey, so I don't know if you guys know South Jersey Casey. There's two that you're talking about. The one in Paulsboro is the deli. They just got caught. They made like $60,000 in two years, but they produced like $1.7 million. The guy right. was running some kind of scam. Out of Delhi. It's like a big story right now. That's what it was. Okay. Yep. Okay. And the other one is in Cherry Hill for years. It's near Woodcrest Country Club. It's on Evesham Road. It's now gone. It was the gas was like, when the gas was like $2, he was always 3 and $4. He never changed the price. You never saw a car in there except once in a while when you were desperate. Come to find out, it was like the police find an investigation. It was like a laundering front. Oh, yeah. Running money and pushing money through and cleaning the place. They were pushing money to the joint. We, okay. When we were at Y100, there was a gas station over in Media. There was a gas station right next to us that seemed to do virtually no business. Huh. We'd go over and get snacks from their, you know, their little uh, uh, convenience area. But uh, uh, and then it turned out how many times is that place busted for selling drugs? Selling weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Selling <laughs> pot out of there. Wish I would have known that. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, hang on. Leslie wants to talk about this particular gas station, Kathy. Uh, hi, Leslie. Good morning. Leslie, good. you are on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, man? Hi, number. Um, yes, I'm talking about the gas station. The uh they purposely pump up the prices so that they lose the franchise of, so that, particular, of that particular gas. They pump up the prices intentionally to lose the franchise? To lose the franchise because they want to keep like a mechanic shop or something. They want to keep that open, but they want to get rid of the gas. Okay, so I've seen that happen where you'll have a place that it does, it's a service center, does work on cars. Right. They have a gas component. Uh, that they they uh, sometimes they'll just shut down that part of the business and you'll see non-working pumps out there. Is that it, what you're saying they're looking to do? Yes, that's what I'm thinking they're looking to do. Well, this huh. specific okay. gas station doesn't have a mechanic shop. No, Thanks, they don't. And, it, and well, it's a big lot. Like, it's a huge lot. It's right at the corner. It has a lot of land and it's not even taking up half of it and no one's going there so no one's using like the yeah. parking spots or anything it's insane real estate right there uh, uh, hey leslie do you i mean do you, i don't know if you have any sort of acute knowledge of how much money you can make off of gas and you know why somebody would do that and just stick to the you know uh, mechanic business and and not the gas it just seems to me that you're just kind of throwing money away to do it that way yeah i'm not sure either but I, I used to live in Springfield, and uh, you know we're in front of the Wawa there in Springfield. Uh, yeah, you got a Springfield uh, accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <sure. laughs> what, uh, Saxer and, uh, and Leamy? No, it was uh, Bishop and Oswald uh, Bike. I know exactly what you're talking about. Come on, this is Delco, baby. They, they, like 10, 15 years ago, they pumped the prices up for that, and that's what we were told. They're, 
they want to lose the franchise. All right. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out how that would benefit them. Thanks, but, Leslie. Uh, yeah, but uh, it, maybe that's the case. Well, you have to. Uh, listen, if you're going to, because I, you know, my, um, uh, we used to have an intern here, Vinny, and yes. his, his father owned a gas station. Right. And they had, they were under one franchise. And, I know that the father didn't care uh, for that franchise. So the gas, the, the gas providing franchise, the yes. company they were working with, they were under one. Yes, and then they and also so do- now they're Liberty, and so he I, somehow had to get out of that agreement. Uh, it's well, you know it's interesting. Well, I'm always leery. I'm always leery of going to a place where I don't recognize the name of gas station. Yeah, yeah. Because I know. you've always heard stories about watering down gas and right. stuff like yeah. that. So so take Wawa for example, right? Yeah. They they built all the super wa- super Wawas and added gas stations to every single one of them. Right. right? All, every new Wawa that comes in, with a, a few rare exceptions, has gas stations now. And the reason, part of the reason why Wawa gas is usually cheaper than most of the other gas stations in the area is because they don't want you to come in to buy the gas. They want you to come into Wawa to buy the food. That's where Wawa ends up making a profit center. I want, so, it, so they get you in by offering up gas at a, at a good uh, price, and then you're going to go in and buy the hoagies and everything else you get in so Wawa. Do, do most businesses, so so 7-Eleven purchased uh, most of the Sunoco stations, I believe all of them, um, so that so they now have a convenience store slash gas station right. element. See, but the, I would think that, well, what? I would think it would be opposite. That the gas would make you that money. That the gas is making them the most it's money. It's such a competitive business. There are so many gas stations in the area that this Luke Oil in, in Conchi is the exception. You know, when they when they jack it up and people aren't going to the to there, so they could make a profit, except that they're not getting enough people coming in except uh, for the Amazon I see. I see Nick's point because uh, Wawa has gas and other things to sell. Right. Gas right. stations mainly just have gas to sell, so if they undercut you... On the gas, your chances are you're going to stop in and grab something too, right? Exactly. And and in the long run, you're going to make more money. Well, what about the that. lucrative car uh, deodorizer business? <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. that you can get yeah. at most gas stations. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. But that. like, there, there's a decent—I don't want to call it a markup—but a, a, a decent profit margin on like coffee and stuff like right. that. So when when um, places were giving away free donuts for for one reason or right, another. Right, right. The idea is, like, if we're going to give away this donut, because your chances are you're going to come in, you're going to buy coffee with that donut, right? You're getting your transmission repair. <laughs> you're getting your transmission repair along with it. Right. <laughs> no, it's like uh, when you go to a bar, you know, uh, sometimes yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll give you free snacks. Yeah. You sit there and you eat the snacks, you're going to buy the drinks right. while you're there, and that's where the money's made. The business models are interesting because, uh, <laughs> you know, when you learn that for movie theaters, the real money's made at the concessions. Mm-hmm. That yeah. the, 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 it's, it's not the tickets. It's yeah. not the people coming in to buy the tickets exclusively to see the movie. Yeah. It, that's why you have such a substantive markup on all that concession food. Yeah, but I wonder, yeah, why they why this particular gas station they just keep it that much <laughs> higher. Like well, like Kathy was saying a dollar dollar 50 higher a gallon. That's Yeah. That a gallon adds like up. what? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be way. And, and I'm with you. Like I can do a cent, you know, maybe 2 cents something like that. You know, like if there's a gas station like right across the street from each other, you know, I'm like, "Okay, I don't feel like making a left here. I'll just make the right, and I'll yeah. pay you the extra dollar per gallon. Or I mean, a cent, just a dollar fifty more cent per gallon, yeah. but a dollar. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Good morning, Meemer. Meemer, <laughs> what's up, Amy? So we were without a washer and dryer for almost a year because of an addition we were having built, and so we always were trying to find a laundromat that was fairly close but clean and not busy because a lot of them are just nasty and yes. you don't want to wait. And there was one down the street a little ways in Claymont, Delaware, and it was perfectly clean. It lights were always on and bright. There was never anyone in there, and the door was always locked. And it did have hours posted, and this is what was crazy. The hours said they were like Monday through Friday, 
8 to 5, which nobody does laundry at that time. But even then when I went there, they were still not open. So I think they were literally laundering money. I th- it's, it's quite possible. See, we, Most of the laundries go- I've ever gone to have been like 24-hour laundries. Yes. Yeah. And See, we and go there immediately, though. Nobody used it, I guess. Like, like she's, yes. it, yeah. she's going to money laundering. Yeah, it's, Mine's it's, uh, a drug sex ring. Sex trafficking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks, they're, Amy. They're not open. They're a curio shop on the corner. I bet you they're running arms across the border. Uh, the formula that Nick had described about, uh, you know, taking a loss on, on one product and, and getting uh, business on the other apparently is a business model called a loss leader business. Yeah. Uh, it takes a deliberate hit or break even on uh, uh, or, or break even on something and then profits from the other sales once you're in. That, that's a standard, right, yeah. approach? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> All right, let me, go to, let me go to Mark. Hey, Mark, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, Mark? So my wife used to work down South Philly at uh, St. Agnes Medical Center, mm-hmm. and her and one of her friends went out for lunch one day. And uh, they went to a little ice cream shop that they saw down the street they'd never been to before. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they walked in, they saw just a bunch of guys sitting around a table in, like, dark suits. <laughs> and uh, the lights were kind of dim. And uh, they said, to her, what do you guys want? Like, we want ice cream. I'm like, I think you should leave now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should leave now? <laughs> okay. So that's like unfriendlies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Let Thanks, Mark. Street. You come into the store that says ice cream outside, and you're looking for ice cream. I'm gonna break your legs. Wow! It sounds like they were they were planning the hit for Tommy and Goodfellas, <laughs> right, yeah. and uh, and they knew didn't want anybody in there. Wow. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, uh, it's a bit of a mystery, uh, but an interesting one nonetheless. We got started on this because Kathy was the noticer. She noticed this uh, <laughs> gas station over the past few years has been. Hmm, as prices that's a mystery. significantly higher than others, and uh, lots of Amazon vans gassing up there now. But uh, it might be exclusively, like for the most part, an Amazon stop if they've struck mm-hmm. a deal with Amazon. But it was uh, it was pointed out on uh, more than the curve, the Conshock. And uh, is that a um, by the way more than the curve? Is that Facebook or is that just a website or what is it? I mean, he's on social media, but it, it's um, a website. It's just like a local, you know, gives you all the local news. Yeah, within but I wasn't sure if it, was, if it was a website or if it's just a, a group on Facebook or no, whatever. yeah, so, okay. it, it's a it's a website more than the curve Okay, interesting. All right, listen, uh, want us to take a break because we need to stay on time, obviously, for the MMR money clip, and that is coming up at eight o'clock, so not too far away. Uh, we've got the bizarre file and actually a guest coming up uh, when we yes. return. So we'll do that stuff in just a second. Stay with us this morning. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Grab the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app, making your smartphone a little dumber. 
Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, yeah, we got about three minutes till money clip, so we'll hang on. I think so. We'll do the Bizarre File, and then we have a guest we're going to talk to in a moment. A couple of guests, actually. But um, tonight, 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 the Flyers game tonight. Uh, by the way, the home, o- the home opener uh, is carried on MMR. Yes! Tonight. Yes! Against the Canucks. And so that does mean something about the... Um, Money clip. We will not have the eight o'clock opportunity right. today because the broadcast will be happening here. So do your double wins today on our show. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great, actually. Uh, so be able to check that out. You going to the game tonight? Uh, no, no, I am not. Uh, Brett Porsche is, and so I'm a little excited for him and a little bit jealous. Um, but I am really psyched for this uh, this season. It's going to be a different team, and uh, I like what Chuck Fletcher did in the off season. So yeah, it should be fun. Um, Nick just pulled this up, and the reason he giggled is on my monitor in front of me here. Uh, Nick had retweeted something that never, ever, ever fails to make me laugh concerning the uh, Flyers game. And we have this guy in our studio. It's from uh, when the Flyers were in the playoffs. Or was that the uh, that wasn't the championship, was it? I think it, it might have been. Maybe it was 2012. So, uh, Ila Perrier is doing an interview. Oh, and yeah. behind him, a guy <laughs> face-painted in Flyers color just screams his head off. <laughs> And then someone took that and looped it to where it rolls backwards and forwards. And I'm telling you, it without fail makes me crack up every time I see it. We had him in our studio, yes. the screamer. Yeah. I, was, I was sitting at it home was so great. a week or two ago and just messing around on YouTube. And so I made this little gif and that's and I sent it to you, Preston, because it just it makes me laugh every time too. And, and the way that Lappy reacts to the guy screaming is so genuine and funny. Uh, and he found uh, it amusing. So uh, you know, if Ian LaPerry is laughing at it, you know that it's funny. And the guy, he he rears back first, yeah. like he takes in a deep <laughs> breath, and then just shoots his head forward and screams. And it's just, it's one of my favorite things. I would like to, and I say this every year. I'm going to go to more Flyers games yeah. this year. Yeah. Well, we just get up so freaking early in the morning. It, it is, is so hard to go do it. It is tough. And then eventually, when you go to do it, you're like, oh, why did I? Why did I go do this? And then you get there and you go, oh, this is why I did this. Yes. <laughs> and and yes. You're, you just have to get to that first hub of like, I really shouldn't be out on a school night. It was my last sporting event before the pandemic was going with you guys to that sorority game, uh, a sorority event. And, and we went to the game together and yeah. sat upstairs in the assembly room and watched the game from that. I love being upstairs. It's yeah. What they did up there is great. So if we do go back, we should go back up there again. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think the, the best way to watch hockey is either right down front, up close, or way up high. Yeah, I agree. And and not in between. Yeah. Uh, I like the both of those vantage points. They're awesome. But, I mean, anywhere in the building is excellent. Uh, so it's called the assembly room? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different areas up there. But uh, you can you can rent those out, and it's not that expensive, you know, especially for Flyers games. There's so. a lot of people haven't had the chance to go because we've had such a pause. Yeah. It'll blow your mind how cool it is up there. And then, so tonight, Steve, I mean, speaking about the pause, you know, last season was weird with, you know, there was a, it was delayed when it to get started, and then fans could come, and then they couldn't come, and whatever. Tonight, full house in yeah. South Philly at the Wells Fargo Center. Should be Love pretty awesome. It. Yeah. I wonder if they still have that rage room up there. I that was pretty cool. I think yeah. so. I don't yeah, know. you can go in by yourself. A yeah. Baseball bat or sledgehammer. Yeah. It's and you break, break home on yourself. It's like hidden behind a bookcase. It is. Yeah. It actually is. Yeah. You have to ask where it is. It's pretty wild. All right. Uh, we've killed enough time, and here we go. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR money clip. Raining blood <laughs> from a lacerated sky. Now, here's your money clip keyword. 
All right, it is theater. T H E A T E R. Theater. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and there are three ways to do it. You can text the special contest short code number, which is 45911, or to also be entered for the $10,000 grand prize. Enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. And that person will get a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services. Again, the word is theater. T-H-E-A-T-E-R. And a good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. Well, a movie-worthy amount of snakes was found living under a house in Santa Rosa, California. Al Wolf, director of Sonoma County Reptile Rescue, responded to a call from a woman who said that a snake den was under her home. And on the first visit... Wolf found 59 newly born babies and 22 adults, as well as a dead cat and a dead possum. And on two follow-up visits, he wrangled 11 more adults. He said, I've been doing this for 32 years. I get calls with snakes under the house pretty often. The most I've ever done under a house is four or five. Four or five. This time around, he got over 90 of them. That's insane. And uh, You can probably hear him at night. Wolf noted that he has uh, seen dens the size of the one under the Santa Rosa house in the wild, but never in an urban area. So they call it a snake den. Yes. Yeah. All of these snakes were northern Pacific rattlesnakes, Jeez. the only venomous snake found in northern California. What a freaking nightmare. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, this is pretty wild, too. Listen, a New York City police officer is in custody after she allegedly shot two women, killing one at a home in Brooklyn. The officer, who was, an off, who was off duty at the time, is believed to have shot both women, one of whom she was dating mm. when they returned home where the officer's girlfriend lived. Police said the off-duty officer shot a 24-year-old woman in her chest possibly more than one time. The victim, identified as Jamie Lang, was pronounced dead. The other woman, a 23-year-old who was in the romantic relationship with the officer, was shot in the torso and is expected to survive. Uh, The officer worked with the NYPD for five and a half years. Police said she was at a local hospital for evaluation. The officer remained at the scene and told police that she had shot the two women. I've never heard of that. Before. Was it like a love triangle? Or? Yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody was, I don't know if, yeah. somebody was cheating and. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, a woman who took her professional sex work home during the pandemic reportedly has been removed from UK public housing amid complaints from neighbors over the alleged loud operations that were going on there. Nicole. Ah! Yeah. Nicola Perry is said to have hosted up to 10 clients at a time in her home. Uh, uh, Customers would uh, line up in cars along the block beginning in the morning while waiting to work with Perry. Yeah. The booming business supposedly caused disruptive noise at all hours. Of course. Uh, It's loud work. 
due to COVID had taken the small business owner's work from an established brothel in Manchester City Center okay. back to her suburban home during a period of government-mandated restrictions between November 2020 and February 2021. You know what? I don't need to go into the office. Uh, according to Prosecutor Robert Lynch, the mother of one had also asked a neighbor to look after her six-year-old son one morning while she was working. Yeah, yeah, you're horning today? Uh, police were compelled to intervene after a vigilant neighbor who evidently spent a lot of time in her garden outside the uh, apartment had provided a log of Perry's appointments, including details of three working girls who arrived at her home to provide additional support. One of the complaining neighbors alleged that she had been mistaken for a sex worker herself and was solicited by one of Perry's clients. So she was adding on employees. That's how popular, huh? Yeah, yeah I guess, well, maybe she, I don't know if she ran the brothel or what, but uh, Perry was ordered to complete a six-month drug rehabilitation program and 12 months of community service, plus pay additional fines and damages. All right, this is crazy, too. A man has been arrested after using a piece of metal wire to choke his co-worker before others stopped him. And this came out of nowhere. This is insane. On Monday afternoon, police arrived at a local company where other employees said they had to physically stop 41-year-old Jay Christopher Case from choking and killing his Uh. co-worker. According to the victim, he was working at a sandblasting machine when he saw gloves come around his head and felt a metal wire wrap around his neck, causing him to struggle to breathe. The victim said that he and Case uh, fell backwards. Then he kicked Case in the face before co-workers came to help. After Case was stopped, he left the business. Now, according to court documents, the victim said... He doesn't know why Case attacked him, said he had never had any problems with him before. He also added that him and Case rarely spoke to each other. So just out of the blue. Two witnesses also told police the two co-workers had minimal contact and were unaware of any issues between the two men. One witness told officers he was sitting in the office when he heard the yelling outside. He went out to find the victim on the ground with the metal wire around his neck with blood coming out of his mouth. Holy crap. Case was standing over the victim, holding him on the ground while pulling the wire upwards. The witness had said he heard the words, I'll kill you, during the attack. A oh. uh, second witness also told police that he heard a commotion and saw Case choking the victim before drop, uh, dropping him to the ground. While the victim was on the ground, Case continued to hold him down and continued to choke him. The witness said uh, that he stopped Case by pulling him away from the victim, but believed that if he did not stop him, Case would have killed the other man. So uh, we're looking at a mugshot of this guy. This guy's got that look. He's And he looks like a big guy, yeah. too. So a big uh, wire-kill-you look. Case was arrested, and the charges uh, Case faces is uh, are pending. All right, and then we'll do one more story, and then we will wrap it up. Uh, let's go with... I like this one. This one's kind of fun. Uh, a normally quiet neighborhood in San Francisco is buzzing about a sudden explosion of traffic. And neighbors say that their dead-end street has suddenly become crowded... With autonomous Waymo vehicles. So these are vehicles that are test running in San Francisco. And they travel all on their own. Jennifer King said, I noticed it while I was sleeping. I awoke to a strange hum and I thought that there was a spacecraft outside my bedroom window. Visitors uh, Jennifer King is talking about didn't come at night alone. They came all day long right to the end of the 15th Avenue where she is. uh, There's nothing else to do but make some kind of a multi-point turn and head out the way they came in. Not long after the car, that car is gone, there will be another, which will then make the same turn and leave before another car shows up and does the exact same thing. And while there are some pauses, it never really stops. She said some some days 
It can be up to 50 cars doing this. On this quiet dead end. She said it's literally every five minutes. And we're all working from home, and this is what we hear. <laughs> At several points this Tuesday, they showed up on top of each other. The cars, packed with technology, stop in a line as if they're completely baffled by the dead end. While some neighbors say it's becoming a bit of a nuisance, everyone finds it a bit bizarre. Uh, the local news had reached out to Waymo, Waymo and they responded by asking for more information about the neighbor's concerns and the specific location of the circling cars. So these You're going to see a lot more of this. Autonomous cars just keep showing up to the same location right. and doing these turnarounds. They can't figure it out. They can't figure it <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. There you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right. We have a couple of guests on the show, and uh, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. And we are for- first going to welcome a former member of our staff. Uh, she was was an intern for quite a bit, and uh, one of my few female Rush fans. I wore my shirt for you today, by the way, uh, Donnie. So we want to welcome our former intern, Donnie Benoff, to the show this morning. Hey, Donnie. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Excellent. Thank we, you. How are you guys? We're great. We are happy to see you once again. And we are also uh, welcoming a manager from Community Engagement, uh, and this is uh, Lynn Folkman Uspitz, who is Hi, Lynn. How you doing? Good. How are you? Wonderful. Okay, so I want to get this right. I said you're the manager and community engagement of, is it Living Beyond? Living Beyond Breast Cancer. Okay, that's the official name. I want to make sure I get these uh, titles correct. So, so Donnie, you've been on our show before to talk about uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You are a breast cancer survivor as well. So tell us a little bit about how you are doing these days. I'm doing pretty great. I am a survivor and thriver. Um, So a thriver is a term in the breast cancer community where you're either in treatment, undergoing treatment of any kind. So, but I'm thriving, doing great. I'm working full time, going to grad school part time, just bought a house. I'm feeling pretty okay. So things are going well. That's excellent. That's excellent. I remember when all this, how, how long ago was it uh, that, that because I, I remember you, you came in, you said you'd been diagnosed. When, when was that? Yeah, so I was diagnosed um, on March 12, 2018. It was six days after my 25th birthday. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I was so young. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, you know, Steve would was such a big supporter of me. He would call me, ask me how I was doing. We would talk. So thank you again, Steve. Oh, my God. Support. No, I mean, look what you've done. You you've done the classic thing. Like so, mine mine was prostate cancer. But you you, you do what what all people who get touched by this do, or let, uh, most people that I've ever met, you pay it forward. But you've done an especially um, full throated effort here, and and we're we're proud of you for what you do. Thank you. Thanks. And and then how did your connection uh, happen between uh, living beyond breast cancer? So when I was diagnosed, I was so young, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that people that young could get breast cancer and everybody was very supportive, but they were connecting me with their um, aunts, their mothers, their grandmothers. And as a 25 year old, I just couldn't relate, obviously. Um, And I was looking for a community of people my age. And that's when I linked up with Living Beyond Breast Cancer. They have a really amazing on-demand resources of all kinds on their website, lbbc.org. And they have um, a young advocate program. They have a 
um, a community for young women diagnosed under the age of 45. So that's where I kind of found my people and people that I could relate to my age going through what I was going through as a young single woman starting her career, starting life. Um, and it just all came crashing down. So, um, Lynn, if you want to, you want to touch on what, uh, living beyond breast cancer is all about and the message that you want to get out today, please let us know. Yeah. So we are our national nonprofit breast cancer organization. We've been around for 30 years. Um, and we do basically education and support. It's a community of support where, as Donnie was saying, really finding your community. We do that in a variety of ways. We have a helpline. We have closed Facebook groups. Um, but we're really about from when that person is diagnosed onward. That is really where our niche of our organization fits in. We want to make sure that people get the information they need and find people who understand what they're going through. Um, there are other great organizations out there that do research. That's not what we focus on. We really focus on that. that education and community of support yeah um that, that's very it's very important because you know and I, I tell this to people and, and you know when I when I um kind of talk to guys who are gonna get the um the the surgery for prostate or prostate cancer um you know a lot of times you're surrounded by medical people with clipboards and stuff like that not to take anything away from them but you want you want to talk to someone who is not in the medical community someone who is experienced it when i get up in front of these guys and and here i am look at me i went through it you can see them suddenly start to say oh this you can handle this you can get through this and that's the big difference so what you guys are doing is essential you know for people who are, you, you reach out and you tend to forget oh i must be the only person going through this right now mm-hmm. no there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people you're part of a, a large collective no one would 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 say hey please make me a part of this group but what you need to know is that there's support out there and people feeling what you're feeling, and that can help you get through. Yes, absolutely. And then, and you know, there's there's just so much. What's great about LBBC is that they answer questions and provide education and resources for almost everything. And there's so much that doctors don't tell you when you are diagnosed with a you know, life-threatening disease, especially when it comes to symptoms. Um, There's just so much that you have to figure out on your own. And so LBBC really provides those resources for things that aren't normalized or spoken about. Um, so, So you can be educated and, you know, know that you're not the only one going through this. As Steve said, you know, these are symptoms that everybody feels. The body is disgusting, right? Yeah. The body hears and, you know, you experience, everybody's experience is different. So right. it's, it's good to know. Well, it's, it's great work you're doing. Yep. So if people want to reach out, a good place to start is lbbc.org. And, you know, reading about this is uh, whether you're newly diagnosed in treatment, years beyond treatment, living with uh, metastatic diseases or a loved one of some of there's all encompassing. So, so the, excellent. And and I would imagine you guys, if, if if you can't help specifically, you can point people in the right direction that they might need to be going in as well. Which is great about organizations like this. They they just want to help out, and they'll they'll they'll, they'll get you in touch with the people who yeah. can who can yes, do the things. We are on. all about. We want to help you, but if there's other resources that you need, we want to share that as well. Excellent. Well, you guys do great work. Thank you so much, Lynn. It's wonderful to meet you, Donnie. It's always wonderful to see oh. you, and happy that you're happy. And um, we'll we'll Thank be in touch soon. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you, guys. 
Uh, Thank Dan- you. Danny Benov, Lynn Hope and Ospitz, and it is indeed Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we're happy to pass along that information. You know, I'm sure we have it posted at uh, presidency.com where you can get on board if you missed any of that information. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget that David Duchovny is going to be on the show, uh, comedian Greg Warren, more chances to win money, our heads are falling off, all this stuff. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Our pets' heads are falling off. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey, this is Rich Tantagallo. Company's name is A Step Above Decks and Construction. We're located in Stratford, New Jersey. Most of you haven't heard of that. By Voorhees or Cherry Hill. We do any kind of decks, fencing, and some small oddball jobs. Our Facebook page is the best way to check out some of our work. It's A Step Above Decks. That's plural. Mention Preston and Steve, and we'll give you a 10% discount. Thanks, guys. Rock. Next message. For the freshest homemade cheese ravioli in all of South Jersey, it's Mateo's Pasta Products, 673 Berlin Cross Keys Road in Sicklerville, a family-owned business for over 45 years, making more than 25 incredible pasta varieties and more than a dozen homemade sauces. Try our one-of-a-kind, fresh, handmade wet mozzarella, eat-and-serve meals to go, full-fresh deli, salads, sandwiches, and more. Mateo's Pasta Products in Sicklerville. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Uh, real quick, shout out if you don't mind. I just got this email, and this is a bit of a sad note, but I want to pass this along. It says, uh, hey, guys, uh, my name is Joey Arnold. Newcastle, Delaware. Uh, recently, my sister just passed away. Oh, man. Our family was very short on funds for a funeral. And he says, uh, Spicer and Mulliken Funeral Home in Middletown give us a great price. And I wanted to see if you guys could give them a shout out. And thank you so much. I love listening to you guys every morning uh, at work and have an awesome day. So there you go. What's the name of that company that, that stepped up and did a nice Spicer thing? and Mulliken Funeral uh. Home. So I thought that was... Uh, one worth passing along. So sorry to hear about that, man. That's terrible news. Um, I uh, It's Friday. Yes. And so we like to talk food on Friday Yay! in the form of the connoisseur. It's time for the Friday edition of the connoisseur. Always our favorite. Yeah, and I forgot to bring my own freaking food this morning. Yeah, you lost a banana. A banana. I bring a banana <laughs> or an apple as a snack mid-show. Could have sworn I brought it with me today. You I were had, I had confident. One on the way. Into work this morning, I had a banana. <laughs> you I bring one it. banana and one apple every day? I try to. Lately, it's been two bananas this week. One banana, two bananas? <laughs> yeah, it actually was. Because I forgot to pick up my apple. I got to tell you, listen, I, I, I bring five bananas and five apples on every Monday. I'm going to start. You got to start well, doing I'm gonna that. Well, I'm going to start doing I have done the apple thing, yeah. but I eat the banana in the car on the way to work. Oh. All right, hang on. What? Did you take my banana, dude? Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to admit it. No, <laughs> you, you, you did that. I put it to you, Greg. It looked like you were about to. Admit no, something. no, 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 no. I'm what? curious about the five day approach with bananas because that's a long window for bananas to, have to gotten, ripen and or go rotten. Yes. I have gotten a lot better at my banana selection. Okay, there's a skill. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Bet your a, ass. Yeah, you bet your ass there is. Bet your ass. Um, and by the way, bananas or Organic and regular have the same code. They're both 4011. So I don't... What the the hell? 
Which is weird because usually organic is much more expensive mm-hmm. uh, than your standard produce. No, they are different prices. Organic bananas are different <sighs> prices than regular. The guy said, we got an email or a text that said there was a nine in front of the organic fruits. Yeah. What's yeah. going yeah. on with this country? Yeah. Right? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so I've gotten better, Nick. Uh, okay. It's got to have just a tad <laughs> bit of green. Yes, a stem. Top. Yes. Right? Yes. Mm. Just a little bit of green. Oh, yeah. And then by the next day, <laughs> yeah. your first one will be not perfect, oh, yeah. a little bit firm. It'll be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then you're golden for the rest of the week. What's, I know what you're saying. What's yeah. the best banana day of the week, then? Is it Wednesday? Wednesday? Mm, yeah, probably, probably Wednesday, yeah. Thursday. That's yeah. why yeah. you always yeah. hear the the uh, the excitement. Friday gets oh, a yeah. smidge mushy, right? Yeah. Just right. a little bit. And yeah. also, when you buy the banana, like that, at what time of the day on <laughs> right. Sunday is is not only that, but also uh, for apples as well, because I like the Honeycrisp apples. Uh-huh. And if you go later on on a on a Sunday night, it's like, oh man, it's like bottom of the barrel. Pickens are slim. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Uh, well, Cho's has bananas, right? I mean, so so that might be a, a safety net for you. Yeah, yeah they, they don't. They, yeah, they don't open until nine though. What? Oh, it used to be eight. It used to be eight, but you know, these weird times. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird times. I would open earlier, but these are weird times. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I was speaking to security guard uh, Brian down in the the lobby. I went down to check, see if my banana was in my car. Uh, and I asked him about the restaurant opening. Pagano's. He said he thinks it might be about a month away. Okay. He's not 100% sure, but uh, we're eventually (sighs) heading in the right direction. They're actually going to actually walk in a huge banana bin. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are suggesting that maybe Bill threw your banana away. Ah, it was just laying around. (laughs) Can't have that. Perfect way to get back at him. It was low-hanging fruit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My mom read a book called "Don't Where I Never Buy Green Bananas," and it's a uh, written by a priest who uh, the the premise of the book is never buy green bananas because you never know what's going to happen on the next day. You might not be here, so you know always buy a ripe banana. So always live in terror of death. No. (laughs) I think it's more like live your day to the fullest. Oh, okay. Okay. DM, mother yes. Carpe banana. <laughs> You're going to die tomorrow. Speaking of that, uh, wait, we're in the connoisseur. Thank you. That. I was about My ready man. to uh, to move into something here. All right. Our first subject, other than me bananas. forgetting bananas. <laughs> uh, Wendy's is very confident about their, their new French fries. Casey's hand went up immediately. Jeez. So confident that they now have the new hot and crispy fry guarantee. Uh-huh. The brand's brand new hot and crispy fries are made with potatoes that are slightly battered to ensure maximum crispiness and heat retention. So they smack them around? The brand says <laughs> that they will deliver hot and crispy fries with every single order and they'll replace your fries. No questions asked if they are not hot and crispy when you receive them. Huh. And the guarantee is available exclusively at U.S. Wendy's locations. So they're trying to uh, go to the first place slot in fast food French fries. Yeah, they they made they did a major overhaul in the fries. So I uh, don't. So they're they're putting a lot in their uh, uh, in their fry basket. I don't need crispiness. Uh, yeah, I'm I, with I, you. I yeah. like a nice uh, yeah mushy, uh, not mushy. I don't but need soft. Yeah, uh, like a yeah, uh, but um, flaccid. Flaccid. Yeah, like like a like a freshly shorn penis. No, <laughs> the the um. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the uh, uh, the McDonald's fries are still just dominant. They're my favorite fries of the. Those lot. are crispy fries. Mm. No, I don't consider them crispy. I'm no kidding. You remember okay. Burger King actually did sort of a almost like a breaded crispy fry for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't like I that. Didn't, I yeah. didn't care for that. Yeah. Casey, your hand shot straight up in the air when I said Wendy's. What's well, up? did I tell you guys about my Wendy's experience this week? Okay, uh, I went to Wendy's. My daughter. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the um. 
I went to Wendy's. I just hit three random effects by accident. My daughter had her tooth pulled, so uh, she was promised a Frosty. So I went to Wendy's. Oh, yeah. And I I, uh, I waited in line for 20 minutes in the drive-thru. Right. I get to the to the speaker, and before I could even say my order, the lady goes, I'm sorry, we can't take your order. Our manager just left. And I was like... As in quit? As in, well, that's what yeah. I got to the bottom of, Steve. I, uh-huh. There was a series of questions. I, I kept my cool. Because, listen, I just waited in line yeah, for, 20 for, for 20 minutes. And I go, you know, so through a series of questions, I said, D- so he left, like, he walked out and he was mad? Yeah. And she said, yes. And uh, I said, uh, and he's not coming back? She's like, I don't think so. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, here's the situation I'm, I'm, food, I'm, yeah. I'm dealing with. Well, as I said, I said, my daughter just had her tooth pulled. She was promised a Frosty. I said, I've been waiting in line for 20 minutes. I said, so what can we do here? And so she was like, well, I guess I could just give you one. Yeah. You was know? your daughter with you at the time? She was not. Okay. Um, and No, and she was going to come with me, and then she bailed on me at the last second. But, you know. Uh, she left with the manager. <laughs> <laughs> so this Wendy's in particular is a Wendy's that uh, Pat House, the comedian, talks about all the time. Pat and I uh, were kind of like neighbors. And so he talks about this one. I have never had a bad experience at this Wendy's. And right. as a matter of fact, even this night, I did not have a bad experience because she was like, I will just give you a Frosty. By the time I got around to the window, lo and behold, she figured out how to work the register and charged me $2.11. But the truth, you know, the, the I think the, the moral. Uh, moral of the story is if you be nice to somebody, perhaps, maybe, you know, even if, you know, you're in a situation that I was in where I, you know, perhaps... Might have been in my right uh, uh, mind to to wig out. To wig out, uh, I didn't, and and it ended up like working out in my favor. And I, okay. you know, I, I paid the two dollars for the frosty. I got it, and everybody was happy. Casey, you'll be able to do this with your French fries because yes. you can return those. <laughs> Not hot and crispy. So. I like those uh, guarantees that they make when they un- un- you know they roll out a new product. You know, uh, how many times have you ever? How many times have you ever returned food because it wasn't to your liking? Right, I, uh, never. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. Not even at a nice restaurant. Every now and then, like I mean, literally, no. like once every five years or something like that, the, the steak will come out not cooked the way that I ordered it. I hate doing it. I, I feel really uncomfortable. But I have. I've never maybe, had it maybe bad. three times. I've never had it bad enough. Yeah, where, where I've gone like, okay, I, I can't eat this. This is horrible. I've, 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 you know, I've, I've had a, a meal that's been off a bit and gone. Well, this is what I get tonight. You it's know a weird, I mean? yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a weird you know. encounter because I really don't like doing it. It feels uppity, and, and I, I apologize. Yeah, but I'm I, like, listen, I'm so sorry. Right? But Are you afraid that they're going to do something to it? No, I'm, I'm, like I'm, I'm so sorry. I, could you take, do this the way I ordered it without rubbing it down the crack of your ass? <laughs> that would be no. great. Yeah. I, I, I would treat them the way that you treated the Wendy's employee, yeah. Casey. I mean, right. you, you ask nicely, you treat them with respect, and you say, "I'm really sorry to do this." But also, like, if you're paying for a nice meal and you want the dish to be the way that you want it, I think you're within your rights to do that. I've had somebody say to me, was everything okay because I barely ate anything on the plate? And then I said something, and she was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. You should have said something. We'll take it off the bill, like, whatever it was. But I I felt so bad I didn't want to send it back. And you know what? You'll give... You'll you'll uh, you know you tip a little more generously Yo, if the yeah. person takes takes care of you totally. and does the right thing. It's not the server's fault. No, right? No, I um I returned popcorn at the movie theater last week. <laughs> I it this was... bucket is empty. <laughs> <laughs> no, well I thought maybe you could appreciate this, Steve, because you're such a huge fan of, I am. of uh, movie theater popcorn. It was stale. Uh, I oh, I, yeah, I, no, I just bought that. it. It was stale. I chewed. I was like this, and it's so expensive. Like it, you know, and. Right. 
So they were like, well, we can make some more for you. It's going to take like 10 minutes. And I was like, yeah, that's fine by me. We it's- could, but our manager just went <laughs> there, right? <laughs> he took all the popcorn kernels with him. Do you know most movie theaters do not make the popcorn on premises? They, they, they get it and then they, they heat it up. Really? Yeah, that's my understanding is they get they get shipments of pre-popped popcorn. I, most of the eat. places I go to have the big popper right there. Yeah, but is it actually it popping? Like, I don't know if I've, yeah, ever, actually popping. Somebody, I've ever seen it popping. Yeah, somebody oh, yeah. somebody works in a, in a movie theater chain or something, let me know, but that's what I've heard. It's awesome. They, they, I, Kathy, it bubbles up like there's no end to it coming out of that See, machine. because I've gotten from one of the movie theaters, I've gotten one of those huge bags that right. the popcorn comes in. Yeah? I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Well, I watched them. It, it popped fresh. All right. Yeah. Pop um, fresh, man. Steve, don't get mad at me, okay? Yeah. I'm just going to preface it. All right. Um, there, p- movie popcorn is like, it's no big deal. It's not that great. I love it. Oh, like, I love like, it so much. I wouldn't waste my calories on all that butter. Well, you don't. Oh, I don't use. Uh, no, I don't put butter on it. Yeah, I, I, I take it the way it, it's. It's already slightly whatever they use the canola oil or whatever gives it sort of a buttery taste anyway. But I, I never put ex- extra butter on. Me it. neither. So I'm, at least if that's if that makes you more committed to the popcorn, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't like. Besides, I don't like sitting there with my hands. Lubed up, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the worst. Oh, I guess yeah. I have to pleasure myself. I never. Uh, yeah, I, I don't butter. I quit buttering popcorn yeah. a long time ago. For a lot of it was that reason because it gets all over your hands and gets all over your soda oh. or whatever you're you're uh, accompanying that with. You know what's good in popcorn? It is makes a, a mess. Peanut M and M's. Yep. Uh, or uh, Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yeah, Shelly used to put uh, M and M's at the bottom of our popcorn yeah. all the time oh. for the kids. Called it the bonus or yeah. the surprise at the bottom. It's almost like butter. Yeah. So, like a little dessert. Uh, <laughs> Nick, you had, hey. the other, yeah. you had mentioned the other day that you hate raisinets. Oh, yeah. God, I know. I know, right? Uh, but I want to ask you this. Um, because when we were growing up, when we had like parties, we would uh, put regular M&Ms and peanuts in a bowl and mix it up. And then that was... Uh, like Almost mm-hmm. like a trail mix. Yes. Okay. Uh, what if you were to take a bowl of raisinets and a bowl of goobers and then mix them up okay. and then you could have a handful of... I said that the other day, and Kathy goes, it's like a chunky. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. Preston already invented that. Yeah. Well, I wasn't inventing it. I was, was just Preston saying, would you, would Nick, would like you? Yeah. I, maybe I should qualify the statement. I, I don't I don't think I, that I hate raising that. Did you get a lot of hate mail from No, me? no, no. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> just me? <laughs> just day. Kathy. No, no, no. I just think, dear ponytail man, I'm going to kill you. Kill you hard. Yeah. No, that, I, People get very opinionated about certain things. But here's the, my, if I'm going to go candy, that'll be, that's like towards the bottom of my candy route. Yeah. If there, if it's the only candy that's available, all right, bring it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not going to kick it out of bed for, uh, you know, eating that's crackers it. or whatever. Thank you, Steve. So I'd say this is that um, I do like raisinets, uh, especially dark chocolate-covered raisinets. But the <laughs> I, I don't ever, I, I'm not a big fan of the mixing. I know you, you guys are, like trail mixers and things like that. I'll eat this, I'll eat yeah. this, and then I'll move on to that. But I don't like to to mesh them all together in some bizarre snack food souffle. I Steve, have- here's the, um, I'm sorry, here's jumping in with some text about the uh, the popcorn. A uh, number of people saying they've, they've worked at uh, movie theaters and they would pop it fresh. Here's one, though, that says AMC pops their corn. Regal has pre Bagged corn. Okay. And then another one said the giant bag was usually the leftover popcorn from the night before. They would, whatever they had left over, they'd throw it in the bag and then they'd they'd tie it up. One of my greatest experiences in life. And, you know, I mean, I've I've been through a lot in my long life. 
But when the circus came to town, <laughs> oh my like god, the Melissa that? Manchester song, <laughs> yes. and uh, they gave me <laughs> Casey. You remember that? Like, I do. Like a four foot bag of popcorn. It was like a sleeping bag full of popcorn. I ate ridiculous. that popcorn for like three months straight, <laughs> and, and it was uh, it just sat on the floor next to me uh-huh. when I was on the couch, <laughs> reaching in, and it was it was like my bag. And where's my bag? All right, so here's a tip for anybody listening, and Steve, any lovers of popcorn, if you go to the dollar store yeah. and they have the popcorn available, get it. I promise you, it is delicious. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of food I would ever get at the dollar store. Right. but if, if Like the, pop- the steak is probably good. <laughs> probably not, but if the, if the popcorn's there and it's on the shelf, get All the right. popcorn. And get a pregnancy test. Remember we learned they and sell them at the dollar store? They <laughs> also sell marijuana tests as well. By the uh, way, real quick, and we're going to move on to okay. some other things. We don't have much time, and I want to do the connoisseur in full, but... Uh, some uh, people are, are texting because you tried different seasonings on popcorn. You could put like Lowry seasoning salt. You could put everything bagel seasoning salt, uh, stuff like that. In fact, some chains sell like a garlic uh, yeah. seasoning salt that you can put in there. Also, somebody says raisinets in popcorn is the best. Huh, the I didn't best. think of that. It's a thing. I wouldn't say it's <laughs> the best. Yeah. Well, they're saying it's the best thing. All right. Uh, Shrimp poppers. <laughs> I want to mention this. And then, by the way, we're going to end the connoisseur today with a, uh, a round of trivia for me, the connoisseur. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, three Philadelphia eateries have made this year's New York Times restaurant list. That's fantastic. Yeah, the restaurant list, as the newspaper describes it, is compiled of the 50 places in America we're most excited about right now. Now, were, were, did any other state or city claim that many restaurants? That, I don't, I don't have a stat on that. Right. So there's 50 of them, uh, but I'd say three in one city is a fair amount. That's pretty amazing. I'm guessing. Uh, the Times sent uh, critics, reporters, and editors around the country to find these restaurants, the ones the paper calls the most vibrant and delicious. Vibrant and delicious. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure Marissa knows all these. First, all, it, first of all is Korshak Bagels. Korshak Bagels. Korshak Bagels. Oh, I've, I have a friend that goes there. She raves about the place. She's okay. like, really? And, yeah, yeah. And she says it's uh, it's fantastic. I haven't been yet, so I want to try. Uh, it's where the old Epstein's bagels used to be. <laughs> we haven't been there. It's a, it's a bagel place in South Philly, but when Foxy Lady Chef came in for Casey's birthday, she brought us Korshak Bagels. Okay. Nice, right. nice. Okay. Uh, by the way, the restaurant says the bagels are made with a natural wild yeast fermented starter which is named Helen Mirren. <laughs> Helen Mirren. I love that. Preston, you'll like it. They have, um, like, their schmears are like clementine and little fancy fancy flavors. Okay. All right. Oh, clementine's like the, the orange yeah. uh, things. Okay, I thought yeah, that was yeah, just yeah. a funny name, so yeah. that sounds really good. And they do something fancy. Francisco. That's there. fun to say. Instead of just standing in line, they'll, like, come around the outside and, like, walk you through all the bagels and schmears and, like, That's help cool. you decide which to get. Okay. So, Korshak's Bagels, and they are, where are they, Marissa? Uh, South Philly? Yeah, South Philly, like... Morris and I don't know. Okay, okay. Just Somewhere wander around. You'll find Somewhere it. Somewhere around 1700 uh, 10th Street or so. Okay. <laughs> uh, then you have uh, another one is no surprise, Laser Wolf, because that's made all the lists this yes. year. And we've Everything's talked, cooked by lasers. We've talked about them before. Yeah. Uh, and then the third one on the list is down... Thank you. <laughs> I enjoy that a lot. Is Down North Pizza. Down North Pete. Look at that. That's oh, awesome. Right, Strawberry so that, Mansion. Okay, is that the one where they hire... Um, uh, Formerly incarcerated people. Thank you. All right, yeah, yeah so it's a mission-led for-profit restaurant. It's excellent. And the restaurant's website says we exclusively employ 
formerly incarcerated individuals while providing culinary career opportunities at a fair wage and equitable workplace. Wow. That's great. Giving people that are having a hard time finding worse work a place to work. I love that. Uh, so one of the founders is Muhammad Abdul Hadi. Uh, he's a graduate of West Philadelphia High School and Temple with a degree in criminal justice and law enforcement. And so here they are tearing up the pizza scene. Yeah. So, uh, Marissa, have you had their food yet? I haven't been yet, but um, do you guys see the email our friend Paul sent over where uh, they're making lard bread, which is some I like... I did. You know what? I have that here. What is lard bread? In the con- Well, hang on a second. I think I think I printed it up and highlighted I have so many things. Oh, you, this, you're just overflowing with is that connoisseur oh, stories. Yeah. All up. Uh, Parmalee, right? It is. He works over at WHYY. Yeah. I have it if you need it, Preston. Um, hang on, because I... Yeah, I think oh, I'm look, need it's it. under your banana. I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to need the information, uh, Nick. So let's talk about lard bread for a moment. Okay. Uh, this is my sous chef, Nick, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, a discussion of lard bread. Uh, all right, so uh, uh, they, there was an episode recently of You Ought to Know at 7.30, and... Um, they now, let's see, this was on BillyPen.com. Lard bread is now available at North um, North Pizza fact, John. I'm sorry to jump in. Oh, it's at Pizza John. Yeah. They, they do have there. There's a couple of different places that are doing it. And Steve, somebody had said that this is a this is like a New York thing. And to ask you about it, if you had ever heard I of it. I have never heard okay. of lard bread. Ain't That's Gabby's, what Paul had, yeah, uh, had emailed. Uh, though I'm looking at what I believe to be a picture of lard bread, and I'm highly intrigued. <laughs> and it doesn't necessarily have lard in it. There's no. another reason for Raisinets. I think Marissa. Uh, it looks like it's a, a 90-year holiday tradition from a, a specific Brooklyn bakery. Huh. Okay. That started in like 1921. It's Mazzola Bakery in Carroll Gardens. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I think there is lard in it though because it, okay. there was All right. it's meat bread like it's, I Yeah, I sometimes Marissa sometimes they call it uh, prosciutto bread or I don't know how to say it. bread. Ch- Chicoli? Chicioli? Anyway, chicioli bread, and uh, I don't... Uh, f- it's pronounced gabaluba. <laughs> yeah. Gabaluba. Baba no, no, gabaluba. Getting that gabaluba. Gabaluba. No, gabaluba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. People respond with their I own was, question. I was kidding, Marissa. What the heck is lard bread? <laughs> there we go. Lard okay. bread. Uh, but don't uh, let the term lard scare you. A picture of stromboli formed in a long roll or a ring. It's uh, then studded with bits of brujute. Salami, maybe pepperoni. So it's it's almost like Ooh. a pizza bread. Yeah, it sounds like All that. Right. I'm on board for that, man. Interesting. I love that type of stuff. And it's a it's kind of it says here it's an easy eating pull apart loaf full of melty, gooey deliciousness. Do you need anything no. more than that? Melty, you know gooey. I have had that before. Have you? Ooh. Looking at that consistency of it now, I don't remember it being called lard bread, but I've I've had that before. Uh, so rock rock on. So not just Pizza John. There were a couple other places that were flirting with it, I think. Right, Marissa? Is your mic? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't turn it off. off. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was Pizza John. That he went to Down North Pizza. Okay. Um, a couple places around the city. It's a WHYY has it all on their website. All okay. right. Excellent. All right. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that's another thing to add to the connoisseur pile. Let's see what else we have here. Do, what, oh. what, all, what am I doing? Trivia? You said it oh, you want to do that now? Well, yeah, so well, that's what you said you were going to do. Well, I said we were going to end with it. Should we end now with that? Oh, uh, well, yeah, it's uh, 10 till or 11 till. I misunderstood. I thought you said you were going to do one more thing and then trivia. So you can do whatever you want. Listen, the connoisseur has control over this entire exactly. segment. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So even without your puffy chef's hat. I was trying to think of the line that Spider says in, in Goodfellas. You said, come over. You said, come over here, Spider. Spider yeah. Bring it. <laughs> I thought you said Spider, come over here, Spider. All right, so one last thing, and then got we'll do you. some trivia. And you're going to ask me the trivia, right? I got you. Okay, so uh, Shake Shack 
One of you my love places. Shake Shack. Has the all new, listen to this. All right. Black truffle burger and new Parmesan garlic fries oh. with black truffle sauce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As part of their new black truffle menu. I do love truffle fries. Oof. I'll tell you, there is no food on earth that repeats for longer in my system <laughs> than truffle fries. No kidding. Yeah, like I, I, just, I just burped about 10 minutes ago. Mm. Truffle flies, fries I had a month ago. Oh, I thought you meant out of your hiney. Yeah, no, no, but that's fun too. Yeah. Uh, the menu items are made with real black truffle sauce, and the burger features a Gruyere cheeseburger topped with real black truffle sauce and crispy shallots on a toasted potato bun. Uh, uh, meanwhile, the Parmesan garlic fries with black truffle Aaron. sauce <laughs> consist of crinkle cut fries. By the way, I love their crinkle cr- cut fries. Uh, which is topped with garlic Parmesan cheese served with real tough truffle sauce. Thank you. Uh, um, and looking the, at it, the items picture. start today, by the way. Glorious, Ooh. Preston. Look at that mofo. Mm. Preston, yeah. when you go to Shake Shack, uh, uh, what percentage of time when you go do you get either a shake and or uh, alcoholic beverage? Uh, not often. Wait. Because uh, the milk would curdle. So here's the deal with, with, uh, with shakes. I don't like to have a milkshake with food. As I a, don't as either. Your drink. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I have milkshake later on. It's yes. A dessert. Dessert. It's like a dessert. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I don't I don't pair. The only time that I used to do that was at Ruby's Diner because I would go with my daughter and we'd have these little date things, you know, and she'd want to get, uh, and, and uh, I would have a, uh, a shake then. But I like to have something a little more liquidy, a little less Agreed. thick uh, to, to uh, swallow. A shake is something you dart in for for a treat. Yeah. But, but I, and, and so for me, yes, I agree. I've never understood the concept of having a full meal, burger, fries, and a shake. And for some reason... You're, you're going to crap a heifer. I've never been in booze mode when I've been by uh, Shake Shack. Because here's the thing about me. I'm not like a one beer kind of guy. Like <laughs> one beer with a meal. <laughs> I'm like a six or seven kind of um, beer. Hey, hey, who came up with Shake Shack? I get a call. He's at the one employment meeting. Can you get him? Could you come pick him up? Uh, wait a minute. Shake Shack sells alcohol? Beer and yeah. wine. Yeah. Wait, at all of them? Uh, I think so, yeah. I don't know. But... I, I go to the, the KOP on one. I sit there while Jay Stevens and do nothing. Home, <laughs> wait, seriously. Uh-huh. I, I don't. I do you don't ever know. go to the movie theater in KOP? Because it's not too far from there. And um, it's, uh, you know, get a little beverage well, before a movie. Well, yeah. there's a new. There's a newer uh, location in Plymouth Meeting, and so uh, Jace was introduced to it. It's now like his favorite place to go to as a treat, but I've never seen alcohol in there, so if there is, I'll be there tonight. Hey, wait a second. With your adoration of Shake Shack, Preston, how come they they should advertise? Right? Uh, yeah, right? Yeah, and they on. know me there. The they hell? know you they there. Know Pony up. Yeah, let's hear about that. Alright, um, anyway, uh, okay, so now... Now? Uh, who sent this over, Casey? Because you, oh. you were the one who plopped all these trivia questions. I did. Were connoisseur trivia questions. This is from Kerry Anderson. Okay. All right, Kerry so, Anderson. Preston, you're going to play or are we all playing? Since you're the connoisseur, you have the best knowledge. I want to take a stab at it right. real quick. All right. And, and, uh... I'm not going to ask all of these because some of these are easy. No, like, no, what no, was Little me. Miss Muffet actually eating? Curds and whey. Her husband. No, she her wasn't husband. actually eating curds and whey. Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet eating her curds, curds and whey. Yeah, uh, this is cottage Along cheese. Along came a spider. No. Well, curds and whey is like cottage cheese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's that. That's oh, so that. Uh, th- th- essentially, they want to know what curds and whey is. Is that what that is? Uh, shut up. I guess so. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're off to a good start. Yeah. All right, so far, good. <laughs> off to a good start. Great Friday. Maybe that question would have been better phrased. What is, is curds? curds and whey? Yeah, yeah. which mm. is essentially cottage cheese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next question. 
what animal's milk is used to make feta cheese? Um, wow. Uh, I don't think it's goat. Um, I want to say uh, sheep. Thank you. What is the what is the common name for rapini? Rapini. Rapini. It's not. I don't think it's bow tie pasta. Okay. Hey, Nick, how about you don't pull the answer up? I wasn't trying to. I didn't mean to hit return. I was trying to type it and then. If only I could find the answer. Preston, I'll give you a hint if you want. Bow tie pasta. It is that that is incorrect. But uh, you get a uh, you get a lifeline here. Uh, okay. Here's your hint. You were just talking this week about how much you hate it. I was just talking this week about how much I hate it. You hate rapini. Oh, is it? It's not pasta then. I guess. No, it's not pasta. I love chicks, pasta. chicks brought it in. Oh, um, uh, b- 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 oh, broccoli, Rob. Get out of that here. That is rapini. I, I did I'm, not know that. Listen, the, the chicks' food was sensational, but I, I have never been a fan of broccoli, Rob. Uh, it, to me, it's like eating dental floss. Mm. By the way, Steve, I was there last night at Chicks. Uh, their fries are phenomenal. They're great. Yeah. Their food's really uh, solid. Yeah, it's really good. Preston, right. how do you spatchcock? <laughs> well, you, with, with one hand. Uh, <laughs> spatchcock like chicken, how you cook that? Yeah. Sure. Uh, I think it's uh, boneless and flattened. Is that it? Or, or I'll give ah! it to you. I'll give it to you because flattened is there, uh, and you remove the spine, and then you spread it out. You split it. Yeah. Okay, right. and so then we, you 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 say a prayer to Satan. I, I guess not necessarily uh, flattened. So I apologize it's, for that. My description was not very well done. Splayed, right? Sort yeah, of. yeah, that would be a better word for it. Preston, yes. Why is brown sugar brown? Ooh, because uh, there's molasses in it. Oh, wow. Look at nice. You. Yeah. You, we should have went head to head. I'm the kind of yeah, Kathy. Kathy <laughs> I've even known one answer. And, and, and Kathy's every answer would be guppies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This question I think is going to stump you because it's more math than anything. Oh wow. How many tablespoons are in a quarter cup? Wow. Tablespoons oh. in a quarter cup. I would just by thinking about it say that there are four. He doesn't have that puffy hat for nothing. Yeah. Hey, here's a, here's a, a tip for you, those who, who like to cook. Hey, uh, uh, Chef uh, Bellini was his name, a guy who used to be friends of the oh, show. I remember him. Taught me to do this. He goes, if, if you want to learn how to be quicker in the kitchen, take, uh, uh, it, when it comes to measurements, uh, teaspoons and tablespoons, yeah. take a teaspoon of salt and then put it in your palm, put it in your hand, see what that looks like. Right. Put a tablespoon, put it in your hand, oh. see what that looks like. And therefore, you don't need to break out those spoons all the yeah. time. And listen, if you get it close enough, it's going to be fine. Should you Unless take- you're talking about baking. Baking right. is a different story. You want to get it exactly. But if you're, you know, if it says as a teaspoon of salt, I don't measure anymore. So you put it in your palm. I put it in my palm. Do you take like, a picture of it and keep it in a secret, f- secret folder on your computer? No, I don't do it though, quite good. <laughs> Not porn. But, but he said if you I'm learn, saving time. If you learn what it looks like in your palm, you really won't have to measure That's it That's actually smart because yeah. you're right. It, Everyone thinks, unless it's like baking, because baking yeah. has to be a little bit more exact. Um, but all of this is to taste anyway. Yeah. And if you're in the ballpark, you're fine, right? Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, if you t- one little bit wrong in yeah. baking and yeah. you get like soup. It, it tastes like <laughs> it tastes like testicle. Trust me. Yeah, testicle right. soup. What else we got, Case? Preston, what is the more, <laughs> sorry, what is the molar, <laughs> more mature version of the cremini mushroom. What is the more mature version of the cremini mushroom? Um, this sounds like a chess move. Wow. Uh, I would say... I'm going to do the cremini mushroom. Hmm. Wow. 
I'll just say the button. Oh. No. I'm sorry. It's the portobello. Is it? Ah. I thought that was too easy of an answer. Okay. Is that usually what happens on prom night? Tonight I'm going to cremini mushrooms. <laughs> Preston, what are the hairy ends of fennel cold? The hairy ends? Wow. Oh, these are harder. Hairy ends of fennel. Casey, where did you get these questions? Uh, Kerry Anderson sent these to us. You know what? I know this answer. Okay. I know this answer. We'll give you some time. Um, The hairy ends of fennel are called. I'm never going to get it. What is is fennel? The pubes. (laughs) Uh, Fennel is a, um, it's a licorice tasting vegetable. Okay. It's. um, Oh, and so those little hairy ends are called what? I I don't know. Are they called fronds? Oh, see, I didn't know oh, that. Uh, that is really good, by the way. I'm not really. I've, I've maybe I have to need to revisit fennel. I, it's got to be cooked right. But yeah, yeah, fennel's yummy. I like it. Uh, this is a fifty-fifty question, Preston. All right. Is allspice a berry or a blend? Oh, it's a it's a berry. Ooh, yeah, because we actually we have whole nice spice uh, berries at home. Preston, I'll accept either answer here. Okay. Oh. What is the difference between jam and jelly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't uh, jelly your D down your girlfriend's That's throat. exactly Yay! right. All right. <laughs> um, by the way, are, are we going to break and talk to Greg one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. we should probably do just one more question. One more question. And then I have a quick question. All right. Preston, I mean, your name is Kathy. I'm right. Kathy. Nice you are Kathy still. That's Preston and Drag. Preston, which fruit pit does amaretto derive? From which fruit Whoa. pit does amaretto derive? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, what fruit pit does amaretto derive? Didn't even know that amaretto came from a fruit pit. Now I have to guess what that is. Even living a lie. Something that's a fairly large pit. I will say, hey, let's go with Saved by the Bell. Or is it was it the peach pit at Saved by the Bell? No, that was uh, not a 2 no, so maybe you should change your answer. Okay, then I'll change Brad my pit. answer. Uh, it was the... It is the, I should say. What else has a pit in it? Um, oh, a plump. It's a peach. It is not it's a, a peach. peach. It's an apricot. An apricot. apricot. Okay, that kind of makes sense, I guess. So. Do you Why? say apricot or apricot? Or I both? I about that. Did you, did you find peach or something, Kathy? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, uh, who knows? Maybe <laughs> Carrie's answer's not correct. Well, that was fun. Thank you, Carrie, for sending us in. Are there some left for another time? Many, many left. Kathy, what is your question? Yes. Is pesto gluten, dairy, and soy-free? <laughs> Seriously. Gluten, dairy, no, not dairy. It's well, not? listen, you can make different types of pesto. So okay. you could probably make a dairy-free pesto because usually there is some uh, Parmesan cheese that's put in there. So it's it's is that basil, it? pine nuts, Parmesan cheese, um, garlic if you want, uh, and olive oil, I think. So you so, could just take out the Parmesan yeah. cheese and then you'd be good. Okay. Yeah. May I ask you a quick question? So, so Nick, uh, you've had, did you have the freshly... Um, uh, Cauliflower pest, uh, pasta. Yes, it's excellent, isn't it? Yes, I had no. If I if I didn't read the label, I wouldn't have known that it was those cauliflower. So, does, uh, cauliflower. Do, do you guys think that pasta made that way? Cauliflower pasta would that be uh, bereft of the items that Kathy was? Maybe saying? I would. Uh, yeah, I would love that. I okay. you, okay. been, and Kathy, it tastes really good. Yeah. I tell you, what we've been doing lately at home, and I had no idea that uh, it would taste as good as it is. Is, is zoodles, mm. which is zucchini cut in the shape of, of pasta. Essentially, there's a little grinder yeah. that you can get to to make those. And Rochelle made some, and I was like, all right, whatever. This is going to be just okay. Um, it was really good. It all depends on, you know, put the right sauce and accompaniment mm-hmm. with it, but it was fantastic. Crap. I was quite surprised. <laughs> all right, that's it for the connoisseur. Yay! Greg is calling in. Maybe we can see if we can have him hold on for a few minutes because he's going to be 
at uh, Punchline on Sunday. Uh, so we will take a break and come back. But you know what? All this talk about uh, food and drink. Yeah. Let me give away a case of Philly Favorite IPA by Iron Hill Brewery. Nice. And we'll take caller number 13 at 215-263-WMMR. It's a hazy beer with juicy tropical fruit and bold hop flavor. Uh, almost as intense as your passion for the home team. <laughs> Available at Spruce Street Market, located at 1523 Spruce Street in Philly because Iron Hill Brewery beers are now available at some retailers. That's so, pretty cool. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips. You just won yourself $500? Woohoo! Yeah, you got it. No, you got it. <laughs> right, I do got it. Huh. Even our sweet days from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs. So true, Jackson. And then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize. 10000 bucks. What the f***? See complete rules at WMMR.com. It's MMR's Money Clips. Sponsored by Horizon Services. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Visit horizonservices.com. 93.3 WMMR. Thank you so much. Everything that rocks your wallet. It's interesting that we're having our next guest on. He's going to be at uh, Punchline this Sunday. I've actually been thinking about him a lot lately because uh, where I live, his his uh, last comedy special was called Where the Cornfield, mm-hmm. or Where the Field Corn Grows. Yes. And I, I there are cornfields out by me. Oh, yeah. They're harvesting the field corn right now. Oh, nice. Oh. So I've been thinking about Greg lately. His latest uh, tour, though, is called the Creamy and Crunchy Tour. Uh, well, you know, we, ha- we have some things to discuss with him. He, he's do. in our wheelhouse. Please welcome Greg Warren. Hey! hey. What's up, Greg? Hey, guys. Uh, great to see you, man. Nice to see you, too. Listen, I'm going to jump right in with the, the Creamy and Crunchy Tour. Is this because you used to sell Jif peanut butter at one point in your career? I, I did, Preston. I, I sold the Jif uh, for, for 10 years uh, for Procter & Gamble. Um, they, they don't own it anymore. You know who owns Jif now, uh-huh. Preston? Uh-huh. Smuckers. Oh, <laughs> Smuckers. Oh, really? Smuckers owns peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> If these guys, if they ever get a hold of bread, I'm telling you. I mean, now, now the government, the government's going to step in. I think that's Sherman antitrust. I mean, that's a monopoly. You, you can't own a whole sandwich, but uh, yeah, you know, I, it's yeah. got to be. That's that's very troubling to hear that. Now we we had a lengthy, sort of classic, um, bizarre conversation about the various peanut butters that we subscribe that we endorse ourselves, okay. our brands. And we even had a taste test. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was it? What do we? Well, I I grew up in a in a Peter Pan household, which is apparently. Oh come on! I know, right? <laughs> and that's what I got. Come on! That's what You're I gonna got. have me in this program and start off with that. Casey and Nick were Jif, and Kathy is Skippy. Show. Who is Skippy? Kathy. Uh-huh. What? No one Skippy. Uh, was what? That, what Skippy was that? is. <laughs> no, right, go ahead, go ahead. You're an expert. We, we have to defer to your to your expertise. Please uh, give us your TED talk on peanut butter. Well, I mean, Jif is the number one, the number one brand. Peanut butter, uh, uh, Peter Pan is a, a, a it's a close number two. Oh and I'm going on uh, year, uh, numbers yeah. from probably 20 years ago, but uh, it's a close number two. It, it, Skippy is a distant number three. Wow. <laughs> distant number three, Kathy. And here's the thing, like, like I. Our motto at Jif was choosy moms, choose Jif, right? right. Yeah. Choosy moms. And, you know, not all moms, 
I mean, you know, let's say maybe you're a mom who drinks in the afternoon and, uh, you know, forgets to pick up your kid from school. If that's the case, by all means, you know, buy Peter Pan. That's a better product for you. Uh, but, 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 but it's choosy moms that choose Schiff. And, right. and not, when I say choosy, guys, I'm not talking about fanatical moms. I'm not talking about, like, the moms who make their kids eat that, um, the organic peanut butter. Right. Are you familiar? Oh, you know, oh yeah. no. Oh, no. It's got the inch of oil on top of it. And, the, and the, well, Greg, that's how peanut butter naturally settles. Well, then cover it up. N- nobody <laughs> wants to see that. <laughs> Greg, Greg, Jif has preservatives in it. That's why it doesn't do that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> maybe we're trying to preserve people's appetites. You just got to stir it up, Greg, and it goes away. Oh, now you want me to help you make your peanut butter? Why don't you hand me a bag of peanuts and a hammer next time? I mean, it's... Yeah, Greg, no, you're, true. You're, you're not going to like me, Greg. That's in my cabinet. Uh, she has. You're, you're organic, I, yeah. Kathy. What, listen, I was just. Try, I tried with my son. You know, like I wanted to really have him eat uh, really healthy. And then when he had regular peanut butter, he was like, "I don't want that other stuff anymore." <laughs> wow. Okay. Exactly. Here's the thing, and I got to tell you. I mean. Now, is your kid homeschooled, Kathy? No, no, he's not, I promise. Not homeschooled. That's usually what we find with the organic peanut butter moms. They want to protect their kid. They don't want their kid to go to school and sit sit next to the GIF kid and have that kid be like, hey, there's another way to live, and it's way better. But I just want to tell you, Kathy, you can't shelter that kid forever. I know. Eventually, your kid's going to go to school, and we saw it. We saw it in the peanut butter business. It was ugly. The kid goes to school. He goes to college, has a couple of GIF sandwiches. Six months later, he's passed out on a park bench with a bunch of nutter butters all over his face. <laughs> oh man, that's that, you, 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 the pain you must have seen because of inferior peanut butter. Uh, it was crazy. I saw a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, you, you know what, Greg? It cracks me up, and I've talked about it before on the show. Is that when they do talk about that? Well, they use preservatives, and and, and the, the subject of the Oreo cookie also will come up occasionally, and they'll say, you know, that white filling isn't cream; it's chemicals. I'm like, yeah. But they taste great. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing, right? Yeah. I don't care. Amazing. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was I was actually, um, I mean, if you want to talk about healthy, Kathy, I was part of the team. And I'm not, I don't want to brag on your program, but I, I was part of the team that launched the first low salt, low sugar peanut butter into the category. It, it was called Simply Jif. Simply targeted G- towards diabetics. Huh. You know, I, I wanted to name it uh, Type 2 Peanut Goo, but uh, <laughs> nobody... No. Type 2 Peanut Goo. That's got a good feeling yeah. for it. I think it has a ring, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, but, you know, wow. it's it's funny because the one thing that happens with a lot of people, Greg, is that, uh, well, he'll eat peanut butter. That's natural, and that's, you know, and that's... You know, it's got to be low in calories. It's like, no, it's not. It's got a ton of calories. Now, it's it's obviously a good protein source and stuff like that. But, you know, when you tell somebody when they're they're slathering it all over their rice cake, (laughs) it doesn't make a bit of difference. It's a little bit of an island. It sounds to me, Steve, like you're taking a shot at peanut butter. I don't care for it. No. (laughs) I've always always loved you guys, and and I'm going to support you. But, I mean, I got to tell you. I'll have to correct that because, for me, Preston and I have talked about this. Freshly toasted bread, peanut butter on it, yep. melts and the then, peanut butter. And then Casey puts honey on top of that, mm-hmm. believe it or not. That's his yeah. special ingredient. I mean, I mean, but we defer to your expertise on this. Whatever you say well, will thanks, go in this man. room. No, yeah. thanks. You know, I, again, you know, I, I like the input. I'm just saying it's an excellent source of protein. And, right. Uh, hey, did people kind of like... Did you ever sorry, sit? Man. Did you ever sit in a product testing session? Did you ever have that that classic room full of people at Housewives and stuff where they're getting the feedback? Did you ever, was that part of your job? 
Well, I was the sales guy, man. They really didn't let me do a lot of that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they just, said, they they just said go sell it yeah. uh, to the grocery stores. They'd teach me like um, like sales techniques, you know. Yeah. Uh, and my favorite was the like the older the older guys were pretty good usually, and I try to emulate them. And they had this one thing where if the guy said like no. You go, hey, let, let me ask you, what, what's your main concern with, with my idea? And the, and the guy would tell him, he go, hey, what if I could show you a way to handle that? Would you be interested? What if I could show you a way? The trick with that one, guys, is you need to be able to show them a way. Right. What if I could show you a way to maintain 30% margin and be the price leader in the market? Would you be interested? <laughs> yeah, show me a way. Okay. Uh, I was just saying, like, what if? <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that, man. I'm a, I'm a peanut butter salesman, not an economist. Uh, Greg, so speaking of um, product uh, testing, at the Springfield Mall, uh, right, right around the corner from here, when I was a kid, there was a, they would always give uh, product testing for Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And it was the person would always stand in the same spot in the mall, and if I was hungry and I wanted to go get a peanut butter cup, I did so many tests for the Reese's peanut butter cup. I would just go walk past the guy, make sure you or girl, yeah. and you make sure you make eye contact with them. And then they go, "Hey, do you have a minute?" And you're like, "Well, I guess I do." And you just right. you know you play along. <laughs> do it, I? It's I'm, I'm fresh in from out of town, but I'd like to hear what you have to say, stranger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't yeah. force yourself. You let them bring you in, Casey. That's exactly it. I was playing them. He's wearing a Springfield T-shirt. You know. <laughs> Incidentally. Um, Reese's, I don't know if you guys remember, tried to get into the peanut butter business. They All right, let me ask you. Uh, you just said, you said Reese's. Is that the proper way to pronounce it? Because Kathy says Reese's and we say Reese's. I think, um, you know, I, like Kathy and I agree with each other. I, I think Reese's is uh, sort of the common, common man's way to pronounce it. Okay. okay. You know, if yeah, if you're trying to flout your education or whatever, you, you know, you say Reese's. But... Uh, <laughs> I never got into their peanut butter. Kathy and I are, 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 are we're for the people. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're the salt of the earth types. I think they yeah. still have yeah. peanut butter. I, I didn't care for when Reese's tried to get into the peanut butter business. It was it was kind of a cheap tactic. I was like, you guys, you know, you're a you're a candy. Like <laughs> this is serious. We're not playing trick or treat over here. We're feeding families 365 days a year. Like you don't, you don't just be a candy. You don't see Ring Pop trying to get in the jewelry business. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know it's funny, Greg. We have we just had a lengthy conversation. We talk about food. Every all week at some yeah. level because it's in the news. It, it drives it, things that happen all the time and from junk food to fast food to whatever. But you're sitting, I mean, you also did stuff with Pringles I and mean, Procter & Gamble's product food line. So, so yeah, did, I, I, how, um, how much Pringles stuff did you do? A lot, yeah. Really? I, I was, yeah, I was, um, you know, I was part of the team. <laughs> I was part of the team that uh, launched the uh, uh, fat-free Pringles, which was a full-on disaster. <laughs> and almost sunk the company. Did that have Olestra in it? It did. Yeah, yes, we, we made Olestra. We wow. Made, yeah, we Procter Gamble made Olestra, and Olestra prompt would would uh, would cause uh, loose stools, as they like to say clinically. You know, what, hey, Steve, that's a thing that we had to put on the label. I mean, there was. Uh, I don't know if it did or it didn't. Okay. <laughs> I we love it. 
I love a good Pringle. The only problem with Pringles is my fat hands don't fit into the uh, can once it gets past, and I would say, right. the, yep. the third, you get like a third into the can, then you're like, well, I guess I got to dump these all out. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Um, I I love selling that, but that was probably my favorite. I mean, and just some, you know, trivia, you know, you know, of course, uh, I would say Red Can, the original Pringle, probably yes. does about 70% of the business of all wow. those flavors. Yeah. Wow. You know, it was it was not like, for me, I'm a, I'm a regular potato chip guy, but Pringles is the one quasi-chip, because it's basically pulverized, reconstituted chips, right? I mean, they, that's the way they make them, right? Well, I mean, that's not the terminology that we use. <laughs> that's it's not part of the advertisement. But but they, they it does taste good. But it, the, the whole thing used to be you could pour it out in the can, and it was the perfect, you know, it was... It was that you know, look, it was uh, it presented nicely, as they say. But and it, um, it, 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 tra- it travels, and portability was our, yeah. was our uh, yeah. Uh, so the the original red can Pringles is is by still by far and away the most popular version of the Pringles. Yeah, it's a big one, man. I mean, and then sour cream and onion was a uh, was uh, was right up there. Yeah, um, man. We well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. We uh we never really quite figured out barbecue when I was there. I, really? I, I, we yeah, we weren't getting our fair share of the barbecue business. I'll tell you another thing. I work. Oh, Duncan Hines was one of my pro, uh, products. Wow! And we had a great cake mix business. Like what? Like one of the, we we were the leaders in cake mix. However, our frosting business was underdeveloped, <laughs> and we did this research. And this was one of the tougher days of my career. You know, I, I we got this research back that said people were buying Duncan Hines cake mixes and frosting them with Betty Crocker frosting. <laughs> Which is a tough thing to hear. That's like saying, hey, you know, I, I want to marry you, but I'm going to have kids with your brother. <laughs> Dude, that is fascinating. That, to me, that, I mean, uh, you know, we've all seen movies about where they're doing this stuff and, and product research. And isn't Clark Griswold coming up with food additives? He's and, an additive Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a food additive genius. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, I would imagine uh, industrial espionage yeah, and all yeah, that stuff happens. Right. It's cut through business man how much of a concern was that when you were developing or in the, in the products and stuff and we're getting out i mean I, you know well all i know about that again i was a sales guy right, all right. i remember was i was in an airport and you know it was the corporate headquarters was in cincinnati and i lived there for like the last five years of my career, and i was traveling a lot and um i was an idiot you know yeah. i was also doing comedy at night i was a complete idiot but <laughs> i had a lot of responsibility and i one day i was like in the airport and i sort of just i like I don't, I think I had my computer open oh. over here, and I was like making a phone call somewhere else, like, and the computer's just sitting there open. Yeah, and, I, and this guy comes up to me. He goes, "Hey, I'm with Procter and Gamble Corporate Security, and I've been watching you for the last 20 minutes, what? and you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> you can't do that." And then he was like, you need to shut your computer. And here's how dumb I was. I was like, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find my computer. He's like, you don't even know where it is, do you? I'm like, no, dude, I don't. <laughs> this guy was no. tailing you, it sounds Wow. Like. He was, man. He was. Well, we wow. had to take like a, a, you know, a course here, you know, uh, 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 to exactly to stop employees from being in like a, uh, like a, uh, a Dunkin' Donuts or something and, and doing work and sitting with the, the laptop open yeah. and, uh, and, you know, all, all that stuff because that is a multi-million dollar, um, you know, enterprise, it's intellectual property and theft that way. Right. Yeah. Jesus. It's okay. the same thing with me, um, you know, when I write jokes in a coffee shop, uh, <laughs> but the numbers are a little different. It's about a $7 industry. <laughs> <laughs> but still, you want to protect it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah.
Uh, how has it been out on the road, Greg? You've been you've been touring for a little while, or has this been uh, a, a bit of time that you've already been back out? On yeah, the road? I mean, I think I think a bit of time. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's uh, it's awesome. You know, it's um, uh, I've seen it go up and down. You know, with with depending on how things are, but mm-hmm. uh, man, it's it, I'm I'm grateful to be able to do do shows again. Yeah, and, and, and everything. Uh, listen, it's it's feeling right, and um, and uh, you're you know, listen. This again, we talk about it all the time. From where we were, I guess it's just we we're, we're we constantly are shocked ourselves from when we started on the show, and there was literally no comic. Uh, club comedy club scene here in Philadelphia, really, just to speak of, and now we have it, it's pretty robust and you know great oh, yeah. venues. So so it, it's it's good to have this happen. And, and we always ask because it seems to be the case comedians love playing Philadelphia. Oh yeah, man, yeah, I I, I love it. I, I haven't been there. I haven't done a show there in a while. So I, I was doing a show in New York um, this week, and I, uh, I kind of an East Coast tour, and I was like, I just get me in Philly, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to be back. I I um. You know, I, I I sort of was seeing this girl a little bit, and during the p- pandemic, we we spent a, a weekend in Philadelphia, just hanging out in Philly. Oh, that's cool. Like for, yeah, yeah, we just came and, and out it's got to be days. good. Uh, people out and about, you do a lot of great observational stuff, yeah. and being able to now get out and observe people again <laughs> and take in what's going on in the world has got to be nice. Oh yeah, yeah. The inputs are are a little better. I mean, it was weird for a while. You know, like you just didn't. I mean, I was home. I think for. I don't know, probably like four months without stepping on a stage. And the first show I did, it was probably one of the funnest times I had during the pandemic. Uh, Nikki Glazer, who's she's from she's, St. Louis. Yeah, we from, know Nikki. Went to my high school. Just she's crazy. awesome. Went to yeah, she just, Maryland or no, where'd you guys Kirkwood, go? Kirkwood, yeah. Kirkwood, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, you're Parkway Central, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, we went to Kirkwood. She was a lot younger than me, but um, she her parents lived near me. And so we got to hang out during the pandemic a little bit. And we, we wound up, I think, the first show both of us did, we went and raised some money for a club in Indiana. So we stopped at Starbucks on the way. And, you know, I don't know if you guys went to Starbucks during the, the pandemic, but, like, they didn't want you to go in the bathroom. Right. You know, there's, like, signs up, like, there's probably COVID in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. So, but, like, the thing is, like, the, the, the staff has to pee somewhere. They're yeah. open. Yeah. So what I would do is I would just, I would just walk. As soon as I go in, I'd walk directly to the bathroom. By the time they knew I was there, I was like, Base, I'm touching base. <laughs> so, so, so I go to the bathroom and I come out and Nikki, you know, Nikki's like a celebrity now. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's like, yeah, her her star is like, rising. Yeah, she's like, I don't want. I, she's like, I gotta pee. I'm like, Nikki, just go. She's like, I don't want. I don't want to get yelled at. They're gonna make fun. They're gonna yell at me and it's gonna wind up on YouTube. She's like, I'm like, they're, they're not gonna yell at you. They're not gonna do anything. Just don't worry about it. I just, just go. She's like, ah. And I finally convinced them. Just go, Nikki. They're not gonna say anything. Just act like you know what you're doing. So she walks like all the way down like this like corridor like yeah. in front of the the counter and she gets like one step from the bathroom and I go, ma'am, you're not supposed to go in there. <laughs> I swear. The Starbucks girl goes, he's right, ma'am. You are not supposed to go in there. <laughs> I was like, oh no, the prank worked better than I thought it would. You know? uh. <laughs> like, like, see, I didn't even plan on doing it when I was convincing her. She's like three steps away and I'm like, oh, I, I got an idea here. And then she's like two steps away and I'm like, I, I don't want to lose a friend over this and then i was like <laughs> uh, you, you you can make new friends <laughs> <laughs> no she's she's got a good sense of humor i mean she, oh, she, she, yeah, rolls yeah. she was it. like she was that equal parts like furious yeah mad and then also like as a comedian had to respect the <laughs> oh that's awesome hey i mentioned it at the top of the interview greg we're carrying the uh the flyers game tonight it's a home opener tonight looking at your social looks like you went to a blues game the other night was that the home opener 
It was actually the last uh, preseason game. Oh, okay. And, uh, right. yeah, my brother, like, I got this brother that's 18 years younger than me. Me and, you know, me and my other brother have been carrying him for, like, you know, 35 years. Yeah. He's a deadbeat. Yeah. Uh, and the kid finally came through. He finally came through and got, like, uh, seats on the glass at the Blues pre- uh, preseason game. It was wow. awesome, man. Nice. And the, check this out, Preston. My his, my his son is, like, two. My, my uh, nephew is really, really cute kid. And we're walking around, and the Blues lady comes up, and she's like, hey, can we take a picture of this baby and put him on our social media? So my, my – uh, my nephew is a bigger deal than I am on social media. He's like, yeah, it's, wow, it's really cool. He's on the Blues social media page. Cute funny. kid, man, definitely. Yeah, hey, is is the towel guy still at the games? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think there, so. For those who have no idea, there was this guy. Anytime the Blues were leading, this guy would come and he would swing a towel around. Oh, really? And yeah. the crowd would go, oh, and he'd throw the towel, and then you would count the number of goals that were. Uh, yeah, that the, that the Blues yeah, had scored. I, did, yeah. oh, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know if he was still around or not. Did you yeah. Did you go to the uh, the big celebration when they they won, or were you Were you back in town, or were you Yeah, yeah for Stanley Cup. I think I was at the comedy club. Uh, the the guys that work at the comedy club in St. Louis are all giant hockey fans, and I watched the last game there. Nice. Um, and so we we hung out. It was, it was fun. I. Like I'm a I'm a casual hockey fan. I, yeah. I I like it, and especially it's so cool now. I'm I'm a you know every pitch. Cardinal baseball. Fan. Oh, right. I, I I know everything about it. I watch every pitch and, and, and all of that. But uh, that fell apart. Um, <laughs> what's that? I said that fell apart this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. But we we've been dominating. So yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I thought that was going to turn out a little differently. Uh, you guys, I thought you guys were going to be. Uh, so did we. Yeah. 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 You get you get used to it, and you feel like you're, you're that woman in the Lifetime movie saying, "But he said he would stop drinking." <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Greg. We're just going to point out that you got to. It's a one night only occasion here. Greg Warren is in on uh, Sunday night at uh, Punchline. He's just one of the best. You, yeah. You'll have a great time. You can go to punchlinephilly.com and get the tickets. I'm sure you'll be back around to do a, a few nights in Philly sometime down the road. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. And, and Kathy, <laughs> yes. know, it's just... Just knock it off with the skippy. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I, yeah, you know what? I just I just want to say you're better than that. But we bonded with the Reese's. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, we did, we did. Yeah. Excellent. All right, thanks, Greg. Good to see you, man. Greg Warren. Yeah. Check him out at Punchline. Like I said, it's on uh, Sunday night at 7.30. All right, as we take a break, which we're going to do because we got the B-File coming up as well as... Uh, the MMR Money Clip. Uh, I have another case of Iron Hill Brewery beer to give away. This wow. is their Philly favorite IPA. Uh, and it's a hazy beer that features uh, tropical fruit and bold hop flavor. And I will take call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. You can find it at Spruce Street Market, which is at 1523 Spruce Street in Philadelphia. And if you go to their website, ironhillbrewery.com, which I believe is the website, uh, you can... Uh, Check their beer finder, and you can find it in retailers near you. It's awesome that they're doing that. Yep. It's caller number 18. We're going to set you up. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. B-File is up when we return. 
Acme Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Beginning Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success and help families struggling with food insecurity. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme throughout October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes right to fill abundance to provide a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp out for hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. All right, we got some time to get some Bizarre File stories, so let's go for it. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. And it is brought to you by Iron Hill Brewery's top-selling IPAs and seasonal beers that are now available everywhere that craft beer is sold locally. Visit ironhillbrewery.com and click Beer Finder, and you can find a retailer near you. We'll start with this story uh, in Pennsylvania. A woman faces multiple criminal cases after a two-month history of disorderly conduct and trespassing. Rhonda Novak was charged with three misdemeanor counts of terroristic threats, disorderly conduct, and trespassing. Police responded to reports of Novak waving a knife in a threatening manner at her neighbor. And wait till you hear the description of this. So the neighbor told police Novak came out of her home and began yelling at the neighbor before going back into the home and getting a knife. Mm-hmm. The neighbor then said that Novak used the blunt end of the knife to bang on their door. Novak was then seen licking the knife while maintaining eye contact with the neighbor. Jesus. Who said they believed Novak's intent was to scare people. It's like the evil dead. Uh, Police informed Novak that the residence uh, she was in was condemned and that she was not allowed inside. La, 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 la. Uh, Police later responded uh, four additional times to the residence for similar incidents involving Novak, and she was arrested for disorderly conduct and criminal trespassing. She faces five criminal cases. That's a classic nightmare neighbor. Yeah. Here's a follow-up story for you. Samantha Daring of Illinois, who was seen taking photos less than 30 feet away from a grizzly bear with cubs in Yellowstone National Park, will spend time in jail. Yeah, wow. Violating the park rules, yeah. Yeah, that's how serious they are. Photos of Daring were... The bear must have had a good lawyer. ...widely shared (laughs) on social media after her encounter with the bear. I think his lawyer was a bear. Oh. Uh, She was at Roaring Mountain in Yellowstone National Park on May 10th when visitors noticed a a sow grizzly and her three cubs. While other visitors slowly backed away and got into their vehicles, Daring remained. She continued to take pictures as the sow... Bluffed, bluff charged her. Wow. Uh, witnesses yeah, took pictures of the video uh, and video of the incident, which were shared with newslets, uh, news outlets, not newslets. <laughs> they're tiny little news outlets. Yeah, they're yeah. itty bitty places. What's the story? <laughs> <laughs> At news outlets, eventually leading to her identification. Oh. A news release from the National Park Service says that uh, Daring pleaded guilty to willfully remaining approaching and photographing wildlife within 100 yards. Uh, the other court, uh, the other count, feeding, touching, teasing, frightening, or intentionally disturbing wildlife, was dismissed. No 
Uh, during the hearing, Daring said that she had suffered emotionally from social media attacks due to the incidents, had to delete all of her social media accounts. She also understood that she put herself and others in danger. She will serve four days in uh, Gallatin County Detention Center. And, oh, mama. and will play, uh, pay slightly more than $1,000 in fines, plus another $1,000 to the Yellowstone Forever Wildlife Protection Fund. And she's on probation for a year and banned from the park for well, a year. Well, her action could have caused something that would have resulted in the death of these animals. Yeah, she barely moved yeah. when this bear was charging at her, man. That's, that's nuts. Bear watch! Uh, you could say Charles Kendrick was naked and not afraid... Uh, this Wednesday, Kendrick was up playing video games around 2 a.m. He said, playing Grand Theft Auto, funny enough. Uh, Kendrick heard a grinding sound, something like um, something was getting cut, so he went to investigate. He said, I'm naked. I'm naked in my house. I'm relaxing. I come out of the house naked, and sure enough, there's somebody under my car. Kendrick approached the oh. man, and the situation escalated. He said, he starts swinging a sw- uh, sawzall at me. Kendrick said, I start fighting with the guy, wrestling with him. He ends up elbowing me, but I still grab onto him and end up getting his phone. Uh, and the cops have that. Was this uh, guy stealing the catalytic converter? In fact, he got away with his catalytic oh, converter. Man. Yeah. He said, it's not the end of the world for me, but there are people who wake up in the morning and they're not expecting it and they have no way to get to work. Kendrick is out about $180. And a few scratches, but is glad he stood his ground. He said, I don't think he was expecting to get caught, and I don't think he was expecting to get caught by someone who was totally naked. I, he said, I guarantee I wasn't the first one of the night, but I guarantee you I was the last. So he actually held his own. Wow. Well, good for him. Buck naked. Uh, let's see. Here's Okay, here's a follow-up story. So uh, I had this, uh, I think it might have been last week, security incident that forced a New York-bound flight to make an emergency landing at LaGuardia. Yes. Do you remember this? Okay. Yes, absolutely. And we didn't quite understand right. what was going on. Well, it turns out it was a misunderstanding after an airline passenger mistook another traveler's camera for a bomb. <sighs> what? Like, yeah. a, like a larger, like a box camera? Well, it was a, I don't know if it was a box camera. It was an old camera, though. Right. But, uh, American Airlines uh, Flight 480, uh, 4817 made an emergency landing at LaGuardia, and authorities uh, took a suspicious... Passenger into custody for several hours. Turned out the would-be bomber was just a vintage camera aficionado, and the woman who reported him made a mistake. The woman was traveling with her husband and children, sitting across the aisle from her spouse, when she spotted another man in her husband's row, scrolling through videos and photos of vintage cameras. She thought he was looking up bomb-making instructions, and when the man pulled out his own camera and adjusted it, she was convinced he was setting a timer on a detonator. Uh, the man was traveling with two checked bags, which were taken off the aircraft and screened. Among various personal items were a skateboard and vintage cameras. There was an app, and it was a practical joke, and I had it on my laptop yes. for a while. This is years ago, where it was a large countdown, Preston. Yeah. And if you had, like, a, an annoying person sitting next to you, the idea was to put that on. Yep. What's that scene in uh, Harold and Kumar where, like, he's lighting up the bong in the in the bathroom right, yeah, yeah. and the lady thinks that he's about to light an actual bomb and he's just smoking <laughs> some weed. Uh, Port Authority officers and federal agents detained the man for several hours before giving him the all clear. Alright, we got time for one more. Uh, let's go with uh, this one. An Australian judge may make an example of sloppy punctuation to the tune of over $117,000 in legal fees. This is in Australia. 
um, which is called, called the Stone Cold School Marm of Nations, once dubbed by a reporter as the defamation capital of the world. Several outlets have reported that real estate agent Anthony Zad, uh, Zadvarvik, uh, Zadravik, I'm sorry, is now being sued for defamation for typing employees spelled E-M-P-L-O-Y-E-E-S rather than employees spelled E-M-P-L-O-Y-E-E apostrophe S in a Facebook post last year. In the reported 12 hours before uh, Zed Ravick deleted it, the post read, O. Stuart Gann, selling multi-million dollar homes in Pearl Beach but can't pay his employees uh, superannuation. I don't know what that is. Superannuation, meaning an employer-subsidized pension fund. Shame on you, Stuart. Two years and still waiting. So last week, Judge Judith Gibson reportedly ruled that uh, Zed Ravick's employer, Stuart Gann, would be allowed to proceed with the suit because employees could suggest a systematic pattern of conduct of shortchanging staff, whereas uh, Zed Ravick claimed that he was only speaking for himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gibson also reportedly said this, this makes it all the way to court that the suit might cost uh, Zed Ravick up to two hundred or about one hundred eighty thousand dollars. They, they'll so. actually um, you write stuff on Facebook in Australia. They'll send the police over yep. if, if they feel it's a uh, you know against the rules. Yep, all against right. their and rules. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you, and it is now time for this. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR money clip. I don't always eat pizza with ranch dressing! Now, here's your money clip keyword. Hi, the word is conquest. C-O-N-Q-U-E-S-T. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to answer that. There are three ways for you to do it. You can text the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. Once again, the word is conquest, C-O-N-Q-U-E-S-T. Come and get it. We're going to take a break. Be back in a moment. Trash, music, news, lesson, question. Those things are coming up next. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. You want to win an autographed Eagles jersey, an ultimate tailgating package, 2022 Eagles season tickets, or just good old cash? You could win when you enter Acme Swoop In and Win Sweepstakes. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com for your chance to be the next big winner. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, let's see. What are we doing? Oh, yeah, man. We're still... I forgot. We have another guest. David Duchovny is coming up Holy in a crap. couple of minutes. I, I, I completely forgot about that. Um, and I haven't heard any of his music Well, yet. here, let's just... just Thank the... you. Let's hear a little bit of that because right. he is a musician. He's, well, he's got a part of the band. Yes. Hello, 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 man. God. No, we actually do have it. I would like to hear it because I would like to uh, listen to a little bit of it before we uh, we have him on. Is this it? Yep. See, I'm sitting here tonight, missing you. 
Missing time drinking wine Missing blue Looking out my window Hieroglyphics on the road This is third album, by the way Wishing yeah. on a star and hoping the moon is made of drugs it's Chuck. No, this is the, this is a masterpiece. He's got a Neil Young and, and I know yeah. that he said he wanted to do sort of a Neil Young thing, so right. hey, let, let, we'll find out what the story is. We will. We'll talk we to him in a moment. Approach with an open mind. In the meantime, open mind. we have a <laughs> lesson question and we are gonna give away the matrix on digital for the correct answer. Uh, and what Latin phrase was inspired by the book, I Don't Eat Green Bananas? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know that. What Latin phrase was inspired by the book, I Don't Eat Green Bananas? We said it in the 8 o'clock hour. Let's see if you know the answer. We will do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you by King Shooters Range. Open, offering shooting lessons for beginners, refresher lessons. And advanced training, King, uh, and advanced training, period, kingshooters.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, after relaxing a mandatory vaccination policy, Coachella 2022 organizers are doing away with one more restriction to the festival. Attendees will now no longer be required to prove that they are pompous douchebags. <laughs> Tristan Thompson complimenting Khloe Kardashian over a Twitter pic saying she's rocking, quote, abs of steel. Thompson tweeted at Chloe saying he was so distracted by the pick that he almost injured himself playing pin the penis in the hot tub girl. Oh, oh my God. And finally, Squid Game, the South Korean TV show, which is number one on Netflix, is getting panned by North Korea, saying it shows how beastly South Koreans are. North Korea's State Department contrasted South Korea by pointing out that their number one show is No One Has a TV. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trip. All righty, we will go to the phones, and no one's on the phone. <laughs> Wow. I just glanced over to see if there were any calls coming in, so nobody knows the answer to what Latin phrase was inspired by the uh. book, I Don't Eat Green Bananas. Well. What? Uh-huh. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if the phones were not working or not. Uh-huh. I was, I was just about to dial. You're about to dial. Well, it looks like there's calls coming in. We're about to die. <laughs> He's going to die. He's going to die. Uh, all right, we will uh, attempt to take a call here and see if we can give away our prize, which, by the way, is uh, the Matrix on digital. So we are going to go to Craig, see if we get that answer. Hey, Craig. Craig? Yes. Ah, you are on the air, Craig. What Latin awesome. phrase was inspired by the book, <laughs> I Don't Eat Green Bananas? Carpe Bananas. Yes. Yeah. Sir, are correct, and you will hang on the line, and we will take care of you and give you the Matrix on digital. You can plug back into one of the most successful film franchises of all time. Own the Matrix now on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and digital. Believe it or not, we just got word uh, for Eric Simon in our promotions department wants to make a Carpe Banana T-shirt. Yeah, uh, and like a design has already been sent that's over. Perfect. So we'll let you know if that if that comes to be. Great Christmas gift, Carpe Banana. <laughs> All right, uh, music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on ninety three three WMMR. All right, brought to you by King Shooters Range, now open and offering shooting lessons for beginners, refresher lessons, and advanced training, kingshooters.com. We'll start with this out of the band Korn. Uh, they have announced on Instagram, uh, actually yesterday, that Ray Luzier 
the drummer has uh, tested positive for COVID nineteen. Uh, Have they all gotten it now? We've talked to Ray that now I believe he is the third band member uh, to contract it. So, according to the Post, uh, Eric Improta will fill in for the drummer during the next three tour stops, Las Vegas, Fresno, and Oakland. Uh, The band added, we are anticipating a quick recovery for Ray, and he should be back to uh, play the Los Angeles shows with us. Corn is scheduled to play uh, the Bank of California Stadium in L.A., System of Down on October 22nd and 23rd. Uh, Luzier, by the way, like I said, the third member to contract the uh, virus this year. Uh, singer Jonathan Davis uh, tested positive <laughs> it's the best. for COVID in August, and guitarist James Monkey Schaefer fell ill in September. Yeah, monkey. <laughs> oh, how about this? You guys see the Coldplay announced a new tour and uh, a new album in support of all that. So, the Music of the Spheres World Tour begins on March 18th, 2022. The band's first ever show in Costa Rica. They have stops all over the world, by the way. Wow. Not only the U.S., Mexico, Dominican Republic, Germany, Poland, France, Belgium, the U.K. Uh, They are going to be playing Philadelphia Lincoln Financial Field on June 8th. That's wow. amazing. So they're playing the link. Have they, yeah. They've done a stadium show before, right? They have. Uh, what? No. No? Uh, no, no. They uh, have, but okay. they haven't. They have, but they haven't. I Well, <laughs> I thought they did the link ones. I Maybe. said that weird. The link ones. The link ones. Link. I thought they did the link ones. Yeah. <laughs> like, it sounded like delinquents. Maybe. Um, I just, I saw them at uh, Wells Fargo Center. Maybe they did do the link. I don't know. So anyway, uh, all U.S. states will go on sale uh, October twenty second. That's got well, yeah they uh, they can they can rock uh, the the link. I guess why why do I think they did have a show there? I yes. want to say they did August yeah, of uh, two thousand sixteen. They okay, played. wow, and, and that was a year known to be yeah it was a year uh, known to be environmentally proactive. The band has pledged to cut their emissions by fifty percent. They will also plant a tree for every ticket sold. Wow! And say that their show will be powered by one hundred percent renewable energy. So Want to make it hard to see the show yes. with all those trees? Yeah. Well, no, they're not going to do it in the stadium. Oh, yeah, they're doing it around the world. Oh, okay, makes sense. <laughs> Although Wolfgang Van Halen proved with Mammoth WVH's debut set that he's nothing if not an all-around virtuoso, he'd like to be thought of as a songwriter. In a new chat with Bass Player Magazine, he shed the light on how he creates. He said, through the process, I found out that what I enjoy most is writing songs. And I think most people, if they pick this album up with any uh, preconceived notion of who I am or where I've come from, are probably going to expect a lot of guitar solos and shredding on it. Uh, What they'll eventually find out, if they don't immediately throw it away after not hearing what they want to hear, is that I'm a songwriter first. Uh, A few years after picking up the guitar as a kid, Wolfgang gravitated towards the bass, a role that he had eventually played in Van Halen and Tremonti. He said, bass, I just started jamming for fun uh, with no intention of at all of it for going anywhere. Uh, I made a playlist of Van Halen songs, learned a bunch of them. My dad and I just started jamming on stuff. Uh. And we did that for months just for fun, which is when I really started to get comfortable on the instrument. I uh, said that uh, learning the ins and outs of Van Halen records schooled him on the instrument. He said Van Halen's bass lines really lend themselves to being able to interpret things your own way. Uh, they're very locked into the groove, so you can find little fun moments of effing around, if you will. He said, Mike Anthony is such a fantastic bassist, and he really locks in with the drums. 
Wolfgang, who played all the instruments on the album, uh, went on to explain, I never took any lessons. Dad gave me pointers here and there, uh, but they were few and far between. He would uh, tell you right now that he's not a good teacher, and I liken it to how Albert Einstein couldn't tie his shoes. People who are too smart for their own good. Finally, one more story. Out today is the long-awaited super deluxe version of the Beatles' Let It Be. The set features six discs, a remastered version of the album Outtakes, a Blu-ray mix of Let It Be, uh, and engineer Glenn John's original 1969 mix of scrapped original album titled Get Back. Are you going to get it? No. Yeah. I don't collect the big okay. things, you know. I mean, if, if, if some tracks come out of some right. things that I haven't heard before, then you yeah, might. I'll, I'll, I'll check those out. But the Super Deluxe Editions feature a 100-page hardback book uh, with an introduction by Paul McCartney, extensive notes, track-by-track recording information, and many previously unseen photos, personal notes, uh, tape box images, and more. Although Let It Be was released was released on uh, in May of 1970, was technically their final album. Abbey Road was actually the Beatles' last recorded work. The Let It Be project, which began 16 months before its release, was issued uh, nearly a month after Paul McCartney had announced that the Fab Four had indeed split. The album served as the soundtrack to the film of the same name, which premiered in New York City. May 13, 1970. Uh, the movie, which was shot in January 1969, was originally intended to be a TV special called Get Back, featuring the group rehearsing for their first live show in over two years. But, of course, you get the new re-release of all that footage called oh. Get Back. Yeah, everything looks... Again, there was just another little piece of video that they released today. Yep. And it's so great to see, like, laughing and joking and... The creative stuff going on, stuff we didn't see in the original documentary. And I think we're only like 10 days away from it, which is fantastic. And the Batman trailer tomorrow. By the way, uh, Let It Be, the album, marked the only Beatles album uh, to house three number one songs. I didn't know that. Uh, Albeit in different mixes to their single counterparts. So Get Back, Let It Be. And the group's final chart topper, the one, the uh, long and winding road. Those are that was the songs. only album I, I I thought for sure they had. Well, I remember at one time they they held three of the top spots uh, uh, on the Billboard, and that was like when I want to hold your hand, yeah, yeah, you love, and all right, that stuff yeah. was out. Uh, so the early days, but this might have been the only album that had three number ones uh, because they had all kinds of charting records, yeah. but not every single one of them went to number one. But that's what it says in this particular that's wild. article. So that's very interesting. All right, and that is all I have in music news. We were supposed to have mm-hmm. David Duchovny on like five minutes ago, so I guess we're going to take a break and yeah. uh, come back and, and see what happens. So I don't know if he's going to be on or not. So all right. that's it in music news. Uh, we'll take a break. When we get back, we'll get the letter of the day. We'll give away the Word of the Week prize, and then we'll move out the way for the man. Pierre Robert will be here shortly. Back in a moment. Camp Out for Hunger is coming soon, Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. This difficult year has made it even harder for area families struggling with food insecurity. With the Camp Out Business Challenge, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to get involved and make a difference. 
Donate the most food, and the Preston and Steve Show will be headed to your place of business and do their show live for your employees. Prizes for the top three business challenge donations, including a live Pierre Robert broadcast from your business and a $20,000 advertising campaign on MMR for your company. It's great team building for your staff and goes a long way to accomplish the Fill Abundance mission. Drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Go to WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge with 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Today is indeed a Friday, as we've been reminding you all morning long. It's always nice to hear that. Yes. Uh, Friday and no sad. And, it's, and all it's no sad broiness. <laughs> We're going to get some nice, uh, nice weather. We're also oh. going to get some nice classic fall weather for yeah. uh, Kathy's activities list. That's correct. So today is fantastic. Like 80 degrees. Yes. Uh, 82 degrees, actually, and partly cloudy skies. Now, tomorrow is 80 with an afternoon thunderstorm to keep an eye Doesn't out Doesn't matter. And then Sunday is a crisp fall day, 63 degrees and mostly sunny. That's the high temperature, by the way, 63. Yeah, and you know what? One of the things uh, is actually happening this weekend. So the Foreman Design Company, uh, This actually today is the last day if you want to order Halloween kits, the paint mm. and peel Halloween kits. Yes. Um, and have them delivered to your house. Today's the last day to get the Halloween ones. I mean, she has Thanksgiving. She'll have Christmas, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but she's doing a paint party this Sunday at Love City, Bre- uh, yeah, Love City Brewing Company. Um, and they'll have the paint and peel kits out there. And then uh, Dina's Cookie Couture will be out there. Kids can decorate their own Halloween cookies, and parents can have some beer if they'd nice. like. So that's this Sunday. That's a pretty cookie, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mighty pretty cookie. Wait, oh, cookie yourself. Oh, snicker. No. I saw I saw a little meme on uh, Instagram, and it said, uh, "I'm at a, I'm at a f- farm or fall activity, and there's ten thousand things for my kids to do, and there's no alcohol. Why would anyone do this?" So I. I'm pretty sure that the majority of the uh, fall activities on my list, at least, um, involve alcohol. So if you would like to have a drink, you can. Yes. (laughs) Well, Kathy, I got an alert on Instagram uh, this morning that the uh, Cape May Bird Festival is happening this weekend. Oh, dear God, that sounds awful. If you don't have anything else on your agenda, you can head down to Cape May and do some birds. That's real? You're not making that up? I'm not making it up, no. That's awesome. Yeah, the Bird uh, Conservancy in in Cape May is having their annual bird festival. So, no. no, But, Kathy, they shoot all the brown ones. Oh, is there birds? Shooting? It's a slash. Yeah. It's a slash uh, bird viewing kill call. We yeah. could thin out the herd. Yeah, the, with... the brown and gray ones. Just a get herd yeah. of birds. Unless hey, look at that big herd of birds. If they're pretty, leave them. <laughs> Only the pretty ones. Yeah, like that. the yellow. A flock of bison. Red, blue, Red, yeah, blue, like a color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, not like brown. Yeah. It's just not a color. I meant like a good color. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thank you to... Uh I want to thank uh, our former intern, Donnie Benoff, for being on this morning. And... Uh, the head of breast cancer of, uh, I'm sorry, living beyond breast cancer, Lynn Folkman uh, Ospitz, who is on, uh, and just reminding you, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and they are a great organization where if you need support, you need help, you need uh, to be pointed in the right direction, whether it's a family member or yourself that's dealing whatever stage of breast cancer it may be, Yes, uh, to check out uh, the Living Beyond Breast Cancer website, and I believe it's LBB. C.org. I'm pretty sure that's okay. the website. But well, we have the links on Preston Steve. Right. If you would like to check that out. 
Uh, thank you also to comedian Greg Warren. Yay! Yay! Greg's doing one show this weekend, and it is on Sunday night at 7.30. It will be at Punchline, so nice to have him on and the program today. No thanks to David Duchovny. No, no thank no. you. There was, uh, Sorry, man. Uh, there was no call-in, so... Yeah, um, you don't get thanks. Yep. Nope. All right, let's do the letter of the day. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Y, as in, yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> Call number eight. You get to take a stab at it. We need to know what the word is after adding all those up. 215-263-WMMR. Again, that is caller number eight. And we will find out if you do indeed know uh, the word of the week. You guys do anything exciting this week? I'm overweight for that. Question. Uh, I'm going to try to do one of the Kathy activities. Nice. Yeah. We're doing family photos. It's good because the leads are turning and everything. We're gonna go like to a park and, and you're gonna, gonna do sort of uh, the the your uh, fashion uh, selections will be autumn autumnal probably. Right. I haven't picked out my clothes yet, but we need to. Uh, when we is need the to shoot by Rochelle? It's um I think it's like four o'clock today or something like and that. You haven't picked out your outfit yet. No, but I have stuff oh. to choose. Is there, is there gonna be a, a family theme? You know, where it's. Everybody's going to wear jeans and a red Every, tie. Everybody's going to wear jeans for sure. That's okay. what Rochelle said. And then uh, and no shirts. And then the rest, I'm Ooh. not sure. But jeans are going to be the common theme. Sexy farm girl. Yeah. Ooh. Sexy farm girl. We yeah. could do that. We could go with that. Definitely. So. Um, real quick, Steve and Claire have been doing uh, my fall activities. Yes. For a lot of the activity lists that I, I put out. But Claire was at um, Silky's Farm where they do alpaca yoga. She did it on Wednesday. And you know Steve and his wife, how much they love animals. I feel like this was the perfect thing to happen. One of the alpacas gave birth after the yoga class. Right, sure. Well, she was there. Claire was there to see the That's whole awesome. thing. She's yeah. blown away. She, like, so badly wanted to buy an alpaca. And bring, <laughs> uh, but, I mean, she has pictures, and, and you saw them, Kathy, uh, of the full birth, and the other alpacas come over and start tending to the to the newborn. Are they like a horse? They start walking yes. right away? Well, uh, she, she... It takes a minute, she, you know? She sort of plopped down a little bit, got, got its bearings, and then was up and walking in a little wow. while. Yeah, yeah. That's but cool. I, what That's I thought cool. was amazing was that the female, all of the females went over to check on to the tend. baby to, yeah. like, help and make sure she was okay. It was Aww. cute. It was. I mean, it's perfect. Nice. Excellent. Get a great time. Well, we're looking for caller number eight, and it's Jim. Hi, Jim. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, Jim, do me a favor and tell me what the word of the week is, please. The word is cozy. Cozy, yes. Day in the morning. Thank you. We needed that. A great day in the morning. Uh, Cuckoo, it's you, Jim. We are going to set you up, dude, with a four-pack of tickets for the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Strokes and Thundercats Saturday, September 3rd. 2022 at Citizens Bank Park, my man. Uh, thank you guys so much. I mean, I'm so psyched. Excellent. Oh, very cool. Well, you're going to be taken care of, man. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. And don't forget, those tickets went on sale like 20 minutes or 40 minutes ago, actually. Whoa. Uh, Ticketmaster and WMMR.com for complete details because at our website, there's pre-sale. Well, you don't need no pre-sale information because it's already on sale. Uh, but there's another chance to win uh, tickets if you're an MMR VIP. So make sure that you go and check are that you, out. Are you going to go? You're a big Chili Peppers fan. I, you know what? It's a ways off. Yeah, so I don't, even, I don't even know what day of the week that is. Saturday? Uh, then I might have to do that. Yeah. Uh, I've seen them a number of occasions and wouldn't mind adding one more to my list. Very nice, especially with uh, Freshanti back. Totally. Yeah. All right. I want to thank the sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. And King Shooters Range, open offering 
shooting lessons for beginners. I love uh, that place. And advanced and kingshooters.com. Uh, next week on our program, Kevin Smith will be joining Yay! us. Always great to have him on. Uh, Gina Shock of the Go Go's. Love Gina Shock. And uh, Rodney McLeod of the Eagles will be on the program too. So that and more. That is it. We are done. A rage on. Have yourself a great weekend. And we'll see you on Monday, guys. Bye bye. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the bat ba 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 